The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. This episode of Wrestling Night in Canada is dedicated to the memory of Candy Divine. You're listening to Wrestling Night in Canada on the Shining Wizards Network with your hosts, Matt Copper, Dustin Maruka, and Snowy White. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. Oh, God, and is it ever Canada right now? <laughs> I'm Snowy White. <laughs> and outside is Snowy White, too. <laughs> and is it ever yeah. Snowy outside? Yeah. I'm Matt Copper. I'm Dustin Maruka. <laughs> Hey, bros, what's going on? This well, weather is bullshit. Yeah, I think we just touched on that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's been, uh, yeah, I don't know how many of our listeners live in the same city as us, but uh, if you know, you know, it's been nonstop cycles of blizzards, windy, and then minus 40. It's, right. And uh, I'm, at my, I'm almost at my breaking point here. <laughs> when snow drifts are as high as a steel cage, there's a problem? Oh, yeah, for exactly. Sure, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So, so with that said, and recently, just because of everything that's going on in the world, we've been doing this over the Skype, but we said, blizzard or no blizzard, hell or high water, we don't care. We want to get down here into Matt's studio and do we're this. The, we're the mailmen of, of, of podcasting. <laughs> that, that, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Through snow or sleet. Yeah. Through all of that bullshit, we are going to get shit done. Just like my dad used to say, get your shit done. Mm-hmm. And all do that. what you got to do. And he always meant that about my podcasts as well. Right on. I really don't care what you're talking about, but you, you get your shit done. You have something to do. So, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's right. So, yeah, we we braved the elements. We're here now. We've got the lemmies going mm-hmm. and all sorts of good stuff. and all Honey lemmies. Yeah, <laughs> honey lemmies. Honey, honey lemmies. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. we're... We're ready to rock and roll. Before mm-hmm. we kind of get on with that, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to take a couple minutes out here to, um, first and foremost, to talk about the loss of uh, one Candy Divine. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Miss Divine working. It would obviously have to be through the magic of video. Yeah, or I, I don't vid- recall. Videotape personally, no. and all that. She was actually the last... AWA World's Champion. Really? Yeah, yeah. She was an amazing um, worker all through for for during the territory days. Mm-hmm. She had an amazing work rate, and she was a champion everywhere. She she pretty much went o- over big time within the AWA, and it's always going to be special to me because. Her winning that said AWA World Women's title was the one and only time that I was actually in the building to see a world title change. Right. That's cool. The last, once once all the AWA promoters all started selling out to Vince during the national expansion and mm-hmm. all that, the last AWA card here, the Night of Champions, they called it, when Ric Flair defended against Nick Bockwinkle. Yep. Which that alone, okay, <laughs> yeah. anyone getting into the wrestling business, you're a rookie or training or whatever, and for trainers, okay, get your students to sit to find this video anywhere you can. I think it's still up on YouTube. Ric Flair versus Nick Bockwinkle. Mm-hmm. Like that is <laughs> that is the blueprint of work rate right there. Right on. And on that card... 
Candy Devine had successfully won the AEW world title from Sherry Martell, who would go on to become sensational Sherry in uh, yes. the WWF. Valet for many, yeah. many yeah. wrestlers. Yeah. Now, this, this, this was a time as well. Okay, <sighs> women's wrestling was a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it was nowhere near as to what it is today. Right. Uh, you know, especially during the Attitude Era oh. and all that, <laughs> where it was all divas. They weren't even wrestlers. There was they divas. there were divas, and then you had actual wrestlers like Medusa, mm-hmm. like Luna Vachon, mm-hmm. and all that. That were even Molly Holly. Yeah, who had an amazing work rate, but they're just re- reduced to these stupid fucking roles. And all that. They're just that's that was the mentality back then. Fortunately, during Candy Devine's reign, there was women's wrestling, but it it wasn't what it was today. No. And I honestly think, yeah, I don't see Devine doing Lita type flippy dippy stuff and all that. But honestly, I really think that she could go in today's environment to Candy Devine in her prime so that kind of gives me an idea for an upcoming turnbuckle talk women from the territories women from the attitude era from the bischoff era of wcw that could go with the ladies of today yeah get that going through your mind guys i think that uh i think that would make for a very interesting talk so but to get on with all of the wrestling talk and goodness, we're going to take a second note just to give our condolences to the Divine family mm-hmm. and all that. That's too bad. And thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Divine, for all of the memories. Um, where do you want to go first? I think just yesterday the WWF had this Elimination Chamber stuff yep. going on. Yeah, they had their Elimination Chamber. I don't know what... What what elimination chamber this is by now? It's got to be in the twenties by now, or probably twenty itself. Probably, really? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Well, not 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 the event. <laughs> I guess I guess there was like it didn't start with an elimination chamber event. It started at like Survivor Series or something back in two thousand. Oh, okay. But that's that's besides the point. Uh, this was the first ever elimination chamber to be in like international elimination chamber. I uh-huh. guess. So not outside of U.S. soil. Shipping that to Saudi would have been expensive. Yeah. Well. They fired enough people. I'm sure they can afford it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. budget yeah, cuts. And I'm and sure. I'm sure Saudi Arabia has given them a lot of money to. Yeah, that's why. That's the only reason just why. A, they're just doing a fraction this. of that was used to pay Goldberg and uh, Brock. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, this was the first international elimination chamber event. Uh, using the term elimination in a country like Saudi Arabia seems a little bit. Uh, Ooh, uh, you know, I didn't even think of yeah. that. Seems a bit on the nose, but uh, yeah. yeah. But and you know, even, and even putting the girls in there too, it's like mm. yeah. Like I, I, I kind of <laughs> thought of this, and like I might catch some flack for this, but this is just how I viewed it. So in Saudi Arabia, it is custom for all the women to have their skin covered completely for most of the time, right. aside from their face. Now all these women, they're wearing one-piece suits, skin tights, some of them shiny. And they're all being locked inside of a cage in pods that look very reminiscent of cages that go-go dancers dance in. (laughs) So in an effort to not sexualize these women, they have inadvertently overly sexualized them by putting them in this situation. I don't know. That's just how I viewed it. 
Eh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 kind of a tough situation. There's the, like there's just some places in this world. Like I want to travel. I want to go and see different parts of the world for to see wrestling in other parts of the world to see right. to see concerts and all that. There's just some con. There's just some countries. I don't have to go to. Yeah, and uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, the, and that's kind the, of one the of them. Kingdom of Saudi Arabia yeah. is not somewhere yeah. I want to visit particularly. Mm-hmm. No. And no, it's no, not no. A also, I really don't people, want to be on a plane or? for like twenty hours. No, <laughs> no. I, I've been on a plane for five hours. I think was the max, and that that that's enough for me. I've never, <laughs> yeah. I've never gone overseas, but uh, uh, that would be too much. One day. One day. Oh yeah. I go. Sure. I go to England or Ireland or something. You know. Oh some, yeah, yeah. Somewhere where my my bloodline goes to. But there's stuff. There's or we'll stuff hit up in like Bakken or Copenhagen yeah. or something. Yeah, but... I'd like to go to Norway. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kings of Black Metal Fest. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's stuff in Europe for us. Mm-hmm. Okay, Saudi, the what Middle is East, there though? in Saudi Arabia for us? The WWF? No, yeah. I'm not worried about that. They're going to be here in September. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, and I'm not even going to that. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it's a I'm not cold go day to, when yeah. I fly to see them. I'm not oh. going to go to SmackDown when it's down the street. You think I'm going to fly to Saudi Arabia? <laughs> <laughs> I'll work it. That's it. Yeah. It's the only way you're going to get me in that yeah. fucking building. <laughs> Yeah, true yeah. enough. But anyway, I'm going to quickly... Uh, I, w- I want to make it clear that I did not watch this event. I was at work, and I forgot to tape it. Whoops. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I watched Oldberg and Roman, and then I went to work. Yeah, so. we, we had yeah. priorities. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I was probably sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it was it was in the early morning where we're from, so yeah, it was like it started at 11 a.m. Our, our time, I believe, but the pre-show was on at 10 or something, I think. I don't yeah. know. Uh, anyway... Uh, pre-show, Rey Mysterio versus The Miz. Uh, Rey Mysterio won. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> opening match for the actual card, Roman Reigns defending the Universal Championship against Goldberg. Uh, Roman Reigns reversed the jackhammer into his guillotine submission thing that he likes to do now. Pretty underwhelming, as and it is. And now Goldberg's a free agent. Yeah. And let's keep it that way. Yeah, well... I, I want to point out that Goldberg never tapped out. He just passed out, you know. Oh, the Austin Bret Hart thing. Yeah, got to make them look strong in defeat. Yeah. But not that Goldberg needs it. <laughs> but, right. but, you know, WWE doing WWE shit. <laughs> uh, second match on the <laughs> WWE shit. Yeah, yeah that, there's a T-shirt. Hashtag WWE <laughs> shit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, next match on the card was the uh, yeah, already mentioned uh, women's elimination chamber match. Uh, Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Dewdrop, Liv Morgan, Nikki A.S.H., and Rhea Ripley. Uh, Bianca Belair picked up the win, so she gets to face uh, the Raw Women's Champion at WrestleMania this year, which I'm assuming she'll win just like last year. And will the match be as good? Who knows? We'll we'll see. We'll right. see. I was actually kind of surprised like that. When, when we were doing our picks, which we'll get to mm-hmm. after this, it's just like I totally forgot about Belair and the big push she was getting and all that, but... Honestly, I thought, okay, they're going to be booking this for Mania. Mm-hmm. And Mania brings out the best in Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Well, she won the Raw Women's Championship last year at Mania. Right. De- defeating right. Asuka. Okay. So, so like, uh, that's why I kind of went with that. But, yeah. But, uh, well, that I, like, as I've mentioned on the show before, I don't watch weekly WWE television mm-hmm. anymore. But <laughs> as, 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 I've, uh, as I have read, uh, Nikki A.S.H. and Rhea Ripley are no longer a tag team, and they're now feuding, so... It seems 
rather obvious that they're going to have a match at WrestleMania. And knowing Vince, that'll be the pre-show. Yeah. Well, no, I think it'll be on. It'll get on the main show. Put him in the cage. Yeah. They'll just put the the tag titles on the pre-show. Yeah. Yeah. But which tag? There's three of them. Which ones? (laughs) But Uh, the raw ones because they don't get defended. Who are the women's tag team champions again? I don't even. Who 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 is in the WWF these days? Oh right. I don't know. Yeah. No, Fuck, no, who are the women's tag team champions? Oh, it's Zelina Vega and Carmella. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Carmella. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to bite my tongue until when okay. we're done. Yeah, so right. something just kind of popped into my head. Was it the Corey Graves tag? Yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get to it. Did you read that? No, but uh, we'll no. get to it later. It's, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so this, yeah, with this, that was funny. Bianca Belair is going to WrestleMania, probably going to win the Raw Women's Championship instead of the SmackDown Women's Championship this time. <sighs> Uh, Got to make up for that shitty B- Becky Lynch return that really screwed her over at uh, SummerSlam Thanks, last Vince. year. Yeah, you know, last second booking. Uh, next up, we had Naomi and Ronda Rousey against Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. Uh, Ronda Rousey had one arm tied behind her back. And still won. And still won, so. She choked out Sonya Deville. Yeah. So, yeah. Ronda Rousey looks strong going into Mania against Charlotte. How they should have <laughs> done this is they should have had... Charlotte beat Naomi. Yeah, or maybe I don't know. Or some somehow if if, the, if they're or going, Charlotte get a surprise roll up some shit on Ronda. Or Naomi beating Sonya to get comeuppance on her and leave leave uh div, or sorry leave Flair and Rousey out of it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, just my thoughts. Because we know it's going to be Naomi and Sonya at WrestleMania. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Okay, okay. But right. I was just thinking, okay, with this, with this on this show. Somehow Rousey's gonna get screwed over so she can get her come up and set mania. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, that, so, so that's why you went with Charlotte and right. And Deville. That's why I okay. went with Charlotte. That's okay. what they should have done. Uh, I just know the WWE's booking style now too well, and I was just like, nope, Rou- Rousey's winning. They can't make her look weak <laughs> in any capacity. <laughs> because she's probably going into business for herself and yeah. saying, oh no, we have to do it like this because I got to look like this. A, lo- a loss on the record, even if she doesn't take a pinfall, is still a loss on the yeah. record. So yeah, yeah. Can't, yeah. Can't, can't have that. <laughs> can't they, have that. They got to stop catering to these part-timers. Yeah. They're not moving the needle that much, Vince. So if, if Mania, she'll be gone in six months again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Ugh. Whatever. Anyway, moving along. Next, we had uh, Drew McIntyre facing Madcap Moss. Uh, Drew won, as we all, we all expected. And uh, But Madcap Moss took a huge bump on the top of his head. He tucked his chin during an Alabama or reverse Alabama slam when, when he, he shouldn't, shouldn't have. have. Yep. And his he spiked the mat. Thankfully, he's okay. Mm-hmm. No concussions. He's no, lucky no, break yeah, no broken that necks, no concussions. Lead. That was a bad he, if Drew would have landed on top of him, yeah, yeah, Madcap Moss. Easy. Despite the fact that he lost, he uh, he came out on the other end of this thing lucky. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, he's lucky he didn't suffer permanent damage to his neck because yeah, that looked pretty scary. Oh yeah, that was terrible. But yeah, it's the worst one I've seen in a while. Yeah, I imagine he was pretty shook by it afterwards. But yeah, probably knocked the fuck out of him for a few minutes. Oh, I imagine it did. I imagine he was a bit loopy. Probably forgot where he was for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. But no, overall, glad he's okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that was terrifying. Yeah. Next up, we had Becky Lynch defending the Raw Women's Championship against Lita. Yes, Lita's doing another run. 
And uh-huh. yeah, got to bring in, you know, got to bring people in for the nostalgia pops, don't you know? Mm-hmm. As if mm-hmm. Goldberg wasn't enough. <laughs> but you know, I, I'd take Lita over Goldberg any day. Oh hell know? yeah! But uh, at least yeah. she has some skills. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. got to work, right? Yeah, exactly. But uh, in the end, yeah, Lita or sorry, uh, Becky Lynch picked up the win, so it's going to be Lynch versus Belair at WrestleMania. Uh, I yeah, I hope that's a good match because, like I said before, Bianca's uh, headlining match against. Uh, Sasha Banks last year was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. I loved it. Uh, whether or not Becky can get the same kind of a match out of uh, Bianca Belair remains to be seen. Yeah. Maybe we'll get another squash match. Who knows? <laughs> but I hope another not. Another 22nd. Yeah. I hope, I, she, I, she got that on after a Raw a few months back anyway. Yeah, in a dark match. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe, like maybe, maybe, maybe they were doing that to test the waters to see how the fans would react. Yeah, so, you, so they're going to do it at WrestleMania in front of 100,000 people. I was just thinking about poor Lita Ford, the musician. Oh, yeah. Because leading up to this match, you see the words Lynch Lita. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like she might be seeing this on the interwebs. And, like, what do you mean, Lynch Lita? <laughs> like, what did I do? Lynch Lita in Saudi Arabia. Lynch Lita in Saudi Arabia. Fuck, I'm not even going to be there. <laughs> yeah, it could be misconstrued, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> might be a good band name, too. Lynch Lita. L- L- Lynch Lita. Well, Keep that, that Lita, Lita Ford and George Lynch's new side project? There we go. <laughs> yeah. oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Right on. Gonna pitch mm-hmm. that to them right on, and it's like a reggae band. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this is quickly turning into an episode of Radioactive Metal. <laughs> well, <laughs> not, yeah. not that that's a bad thing, it's, but it happens. It yep. happens. All right. Uh, next up was supposed to be the SmackDown Tag Team Title Match. The Usos defending against the Viking Raiders, but the Usos attacked the Viking Raiders on the way down to the ring, and they suplexed uh, Eric onto Ivar or the other way around. I really don't know. And then the referee called off the match, saying, no, this isn't going to happen. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but there have been tag team matches in the past, in the WWE, never mind, where someone has suplexed one member of a team onto another member, and that didn't call off the match. So why did it happen this time? (laughs) (laughs) Like, Why did they even go? In order to call off a match, I would think some weapons would have to be involved, not just... Clubbing someone in the back from behind and suplexing another human being. Or they would have being. to do the hand and the steps thing. Yeah, kick. something something extreme, but no, this was basically... Oh no, I slammed a 300-pound guy on a 300-pound guy. Yeah. Call the medics. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> on take, the ramp, oh god. Yeah, take these, yeah. <laughs> I like how the results of the match was zero seconds. Or zero minutes and zero <laughs> seconds. But uh, yeah, so that just didn't happen. Oh well. Uh, Easy payday. Yeah, probably happen on SmackDown next week. Who knows? And then it comes time to our main event. Dun, 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 dun. Yep, the men's elimination chamber for the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley defending against Brock Lesnar, AJ Styles, Austin Theory, Matt Riddle, and Seth freaking Rollins. Good pool of talent here, I gotta say. Uh, uh, the first two in the match were, or were Seth Rollins and Austin Theory. Seth Rollins goes for the buckle bomb on Austin Theory into Bobby Lashley's pod. The glass breaks. Lashley falls over. Medics come to check on him, takes him out of the match. He is uh, in kayfabe concussed and cannot return to the match. So there is a guaranteed new WWE champion for this match. Uh, after, what? Th- after, yeah. Well, okay, that's all? 
Yep. We see all these death matches and yep. all that, and all he does is get buckle bombed. What a pussy. No, no, he didn't even get the buckle bomb. He was just on the receipt. Like, he just got a piece of plexiglass, fl- like, Hit bashed him into face. him. That's yeah. it? Yeah. So he gets taken, the, the almighty gets taken out by a by, piece of plexiglass. By that, yeah, yeah. Every game changer wrestling fan right now watching that is going, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Was, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a man who legitimately punches people in the face and gets paid for it in Bellator. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, he, he gets whacked by a piece of plexiglass. Yeah, th- th- this is walking Armageddon, who at one time held every Impact <laughs> Champion. <laughs> That's right. What the hell? Yeah. So anyway, this is who Drew McIntyre, who Bobby Roode, at, basically attitude adjustment out of the ring and impact. Yeah. And he went splat. Yep. And this, you saw him go fuck. This this is the man who beat <laughs> Drew McIntyre last year at WrestleMania. This is yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he gets taken out of the match. But apparently, with he that. has a legit. Yeah, but apparently at, at Royal Rumble he did, or yeah, he did suffer a. A tear in his shoulder from that first German. From that first German from Brock when he so. basically sheer dropped him. So yeah, he didn't. He hasn't wrestled since then, and that was kind of their way to write him off, I guess. This is sad though. Like Bobby's few, Bobby's title win was a way to set up Roman versus Brock because mm-hmm. Roman because after Brock lost the WWE Championship, the Rumble, he entered the Rumble, wins the Royal Rumble, is going to WrestleMania to face Lesnar or sorry to face uh, Roman, and then yeah, so then this happens. This happens with Bobby. Bobby gets taken out of the match before he even enters. The timer runs down. It selects Bobby's pod, but Bobby's not in there to come in. So Lesnar just says, fuck it, breaks down his pod, <laughs> enters the match, like, technically illegally, but it's not an, uh, it's no disqualification, so what are you going to do? Uh, F5s everybody, pins everybody, comes down to uh, Lesnar and Austin Theory. Austin Theory gets... F5 off the top of the pod onto the mat outside of the ring. Rest in peace, yeah. his knees. Yeah, RIP Austin Theory's knees. <laughs> and then, yeah, Brock pins him, picks up the win. Brock's the WWE champion again. So it's it's now the WWE champion versus the Universal champion at WrestleMania this year. I don't know if it's winner take all. They haven't clarified that yet. But it should be, and they should unify and the then world. Unify world titles. and just and unify the tag titles and, and the and women's just, titles and, the women's and just leave just... the uh, Intercontinental and U.S. as the only brand exclusive right. titles. Right, <laughs> I've been because... preaching this for so long. <laughs> That's right. How <laughs> hard is this? But no one gives a fuck about the Intercontinental yeah. Championship. I do. That's right. <laughs> I do. But the Intercontinental Championship match at WrestleMania is apparently going to be Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Oh, for <sighs> fuck's sake! Really? Or so rumors would. The, uh, that's just a rumor right now, oh, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah, we don't want to spread misinformation. No, we There's don't. There's enough but, of that going on. But I want to see Knoxville take a haluva kick because he will take it like a champion. Yeah, but hopefully he doesn't become a champion. Yeah. And that's, I, just, yeah. I honestly didn't think that, like, when they announced Knoxville, and this is ignorance on my on my part, I'm like... What, that was 20 years ago, jackass shit. Yeah. Oh, apparently but, there's a movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's wow. a new one. There's yeah. four movies. Yeah, the fourth one just came out. So Yeah, like everyone knew this but me. Yeah, and, so. all, and all the other ones that are on Netflix are now trending. Go figure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but so are all the Jurassic Park movies, so that's a win. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm saying this is I'm repping my Jurassic Park t-shirt. Rock and roll. <laughs> yep. Amazon. Yep. <laughs> that first part Love that. was legit. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Even if this isn't poor taste. <laughs> Lots of people died, but whatever. That's right. I am just getting hyped up for Jurassic Park Dominion, you know? Dude, yeah. I'm so there. Yeah, reading the books and, like, watching the movies again. 
Like mm-hmm. all the movies are coming off Netflix at the end of the month, but I I own them all on Blu-ray anyway. That's so right. you know what? That's I'm right. just minorly inconvenienced by having to put a disc in my <laughs> PS3. <laughs> oh, for now, I'll, it's I'll like live. you scroll. Yeah. I'll live, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because when Knoxville in the Rumble, mm. you could tell the guys were just like, "Okay, he can mm. actually take this. We're gonna throw our shit." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's all. That yeah, exactly. I want to see uh, him take a Haluva kick. Because I know he'll tell Sami Zayn, just fucking destroy me. Yeah, I don't want to see Knoxville. Well, I, I don't, I, well, you know what? I don't want to see Knoxville anywhere near the Intercontinental Championship. No. This is just going to be another David Arquette World Heavyweight Champion <laughs> thing. <laughs> and I hope that's not the case. Oh, no. But, uh, yeah. He said the words, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Vince, yeah. all of a sudden, okay, Vince yeah. went, I have an idea. I, an idea. I got yeah. it. <laughs> it's good shit. <laughs> Such good shit. But, uh, anyway, that was... Elimination Chamber 2022. Wee! Okay. Yeah. Which one do you guys actually watch? Who did you watch? Uh, it? He watched those first couple matches. Okay. I think. Did uh, you watch it all? Uh, I didn't. Ca- I forgot to record it, and I do have it recording right now. I think, or it has recorded. I did record a replay, and but based on the results and like the, I don't know, all the internet wrestling community guys that I watch on YouTube seemed generally underwhelmed by it. Right. It wasn't horrible, wasn't great, so I guess I'll give it a horns in the middle yeah. just on okay. behalf of them. So, right. yeah. And I just, I I <sighs> haven't really, i going into this totally blind and ignorant, so I really can't say anything. The but. best part of Roman and Oldberg was the spears. Yeah. Because Goldberg still oh. throws them like a maniac. Yeah, but and, I, and that Goldberg didn't win. Yeah, which begs the question: How does Goldberg keep coming back and getting these title matches when he keeps losing re- recently? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there there was a time where you actually had to build up a positive one loss record to earn a title shot. Hashtag AEW. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, a- AEW. Wins and losses during matter. during the during the territories like it it when it when this was presented as a sport. Yep. WWF obviously is not presented as a sport, and it's just like and Goldberg goes. The, you're next. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that warrants a title shot. I guess, but then, and then you look at the card shaping up for AEW Revolution, where it's Adam Page defending against Adam Cole because Adam Cole is the number one ranked singles superstar <laughs> that or makes sorry sense. wrestler. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, call me crazy, but <laughs> that makes a hell of a lot more sense than someone just showing up every six months and going, gimme. That's right. <laughs> that, that's right. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Matt, for all the Matt fans out there, this is your time to crow to this is your time to shine because I believe you successfully defended the WNIC World Heavyweight World, Champion. World, <laughs> world or is it title. World? The Wrestling Night in Canada World? Canada World? I don't know. Yeah. We'll just call it the WNIC Championship. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, so yeah. still, and hashtag and still, your WNIC <laughs> ta- or champion. Me! And it will always be me because Ooh. I am the greatest WNIC champion that this network has ever seen. Right I pull on. in the ratings. I move the needle. <laughs> right I am a six-time on. champion for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Right on. That's what I wanted to hear. That's yeah. what I wanted to hear. The enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Well, shine it up, my friend, because the next one... Okay, because this was a WWF event. I don't know yeah. anything about the Oh, WWF, the next one's AEW. So. Okay. Yeah, March 6th, AEW so. Revolution. 
Shine it up, my friend, mm-hmm. because your cool Uncle Snowy is coming for it. Well, uh, this may be a little impromptu, and I don't know if the final card is announced yet. But do you for guys, Revolution? do you guys want to do re- your picks for Revolution right now? Uh, okay, whatever you there'll have. There'll still be a couple more announced. Yeah, there'll, there'll, there'll yeah. be a couple more announced, but just for shits and giggles, what 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 do you have? At the moment. At the yeah. moment, right... Oh, I guess there's uh, three people left to be announced for the Face of the Revolution ladder match, but right now we got Powerhouse Hobbs, Wardlow, and Keith Lee. Keith beefy Lee. Beefy boys. Keith <laughs> Lee. Okay. Yeah. But there's still three three people to be determined, so... Oh, okay. But I think Keith Lee seems like a safe yeah. bet. Yeah. 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 So... Uh, we got uh, three-way... Yeah, see, okay, there's a three-way for the tag team titles. It's the Jurassic Express defending against To Be Determined and To Be Determined. So that's heavily rumored, though, that those two teams are going to be Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. So hopefully... That's not bad. Hopefully hopefully that's what happens. And, like, hell, I'd take the Young Bucks versus just Red Dragon. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, Adam Cole's best buddies versus Adam Cole's best buddies. If it comes to that, Red Dragon. Yeah, well, yeah, I'd say Red Dragon too, probably, but uh, I want Jurassic Express to have a long reign mm-hmm. because oh, like, yeah. even though they are sort of viewed as a comedy tag team, I I like I like them I like them yeah. yeah. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus are both legitimately good wrestlers. They're not just a boy and his dinosaur, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, his Marco sure. stunt. <laughs> yeah, well, he's probably not going to be with the company for much longer. Yeah, yeah, sure. no, I think they've given him the axe. Yeah, same with Brian Cage. Yeah, yeah. He's. I think he's WWE bound. Yeah, there, there. That's just the reality that AEW is in now. They're. They, I think they've bought too much talent too quickly. They have mm-hmm. like ninety and, people on the goddamn. Yeah, roster. and what are they going to do with that? Are they yeah. going to make a third YouTube Fuck. show? Like they need. Well, they need. <laughs> the, well, first of all, they need to make Rampage. This past week was on before SmackDown, not after. More of that, please. And. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I kind of want Rampage just to be a two-hour show. Is that too much to ask? Like, I don't know. I'm not saying make everything longer. Like, I don't want Dynamite to be three hours. God, I don't know. Yeah. But, I, yeah. I, like, having Rampage be two hours, that would be cool. And then having Dark and Dark Elevation, fine. That's fine. Because they're, but, like, hour and a half. Yeah, hour, hour and a half, depending. Like, they, I don't think they have a solid runtime because they don't have any network restrictions. No, they're but, just on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, just I'm sick of them signing people and then them having like one TNT title shot and then losing and then fading into obscurity. Right. I don't want it's that. It's like yeah. it's like what they did with Ruby, basically. Yeah, sadly. She's here. Cool. Gets a title shot. Oh, nothing happens. Oh, mm. gets another title shot. Oh, meh. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, and then we got CM Punk versus MJF in a dog collar match. I'm, really? Yeah. I'm nice. gonna I'm gonna go with MJF. Again? Uh, but he's already beaten CM Punk. Uh, yes. Yeah, I don't think, see but... Punk jobbing out. I don't see yeah. So I yeah, it, it's it's going to be close, but I I'm gonna go with Punk I'm because Wardlow's probably gonna turn on MJF in this match. Yeah, oh yeah, I didn't yeah, think of that. that would work. Yeah. You know what? I'll stick yeah. with MJF. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Kind of, kind of awkward how like after they announced this match that they said like they they mentioned that dog collar matches shorten careers and lives, and then they mentioned that the only other dog collar match in AEW was between Cody Rhodes and Mister Brand and Brody Lee. Mm-hmm. That was a little wow. bit. You can you can kind of hear the awkward tension in the announcers yeah. when they realized that oh what they just said 
Yeah. <laughs> kind of went silent for a minute. Yeah. Just like, oh. like Tony Schiavone was just like, yeah, the only other one was between Cody Rhodes and, and then, yeah, mm. Alexi Oliver's like Mr. Mr. Brody Lee. Yeah. 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 And of yeah. course, the most famous dog collar match ever was Roddy Piper versus Greg Valentine. That's right. Starcade. Which CM Punk yeah. brought up in that and promo. Yeah, of course. When he was like, course, MJF, will you Piper be my Port- Valentine? And- Piper uh-huh. in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's. That is it. That's yep. easily one of the ten best, greatest matches, whatever you want to call, of mm-hmm. all time. Oh, well, even the one between Cody and Brody Lee was great. Even though that ended up being Brody Lee's last match, it was a wow. good way to go out, I suppose. Like if it had to, right. if it absolutely had to be his last match, I'm glad it was that one. Not bad. Not yeah. bad. Yeah. Like, all right. And then next we got uh, Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, defending the Women's World Championship against Thunder Rosa. I'm going with Thunder Rosa. Yeah. I'm Thunder going with Rosa. Rosa. I love her to death. Yeah, so like, do I. She's one of the. Like there, like you can take individual things about pro wrestling. We're going to be talking about one of them soon enough, mm-hmm. and say yes, this person, this angle, this, this, this are the top five best things going in pro wrestling, and Thunder Rosa is one of them. Oh, absolutely, yeah. She, her, it's her time. She, mm-hmm. she's, she deserves it multiple times over. Like how yeah. she was criticizing fans the other week, but on for a good reason. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because and Athena, well, Ember Moon, in ring return after being like, oh, by the Fed, mm-hmm. right, was against Thunder Rosa for the Warrior Wrestling Women's Title, and the whole time the crowd's yelling racial slurs at Ember Moon. Wow, that's brutal. That's and bad. then after the match, she basically shit on all of them. No, as well as she should. Good yeah. for her for saying Lucky something. Snowy wasn't in the building. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I got no problems punching out a racist. Cool Uncle Snowy in the building, just fucking laying decking racists everywhere. <laughs> fucking right, yeah. man. I'd be, no, no, never mind punching them out, showing them the door. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's Gra- not like grab, I ever kicked by a the racist neck. out of a concert before. Yeah, grabbing them by the neck and just leading them out. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've yeah. seen it happen. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. It has to happen more. <laughs> and yeah. That as- reminds me of that one show we worked where this, our boss was, just saying, oh, this other kid's coming to do loading with you guys. Okay, cool. And he shows up in a Make America Great Again oh, hat. Oh, the, the Magna hat, yeah. Mm. That, and that we were just was... like, oh. Dude. And then the tour manager looked at us, and we were just like, we had no idea, my yeah, dude. Yeah, we didn't know. Yeah. And then the guy tries to come back in, and we're like, you have to fucking leave before yeah. we hit you. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just, I just don't think that, that, that kid realized, okay, you're coming into an event like this. And it okay. was a band from, from from Europe. Yeah, that are obviously very left left leaning and all that. Like, of of course they're not going to appreciate a mega hat and all that. But no, that's of ki- that's kind of off off. Because I know after we kicked him out, that TM kind of came up to us, and we were just like, Dude, we I don't know. had no idea. We don't even know him. Yeah. 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 But anyway, but yeah. <laughs> but anyways, that guy was basically banned after that. So a day in the life, a yeah. day in the, in the life. life. Yep. Yeah, and then the final match that we have on the card is Hangman Adam Page defending the AEW World Championship against Adam Cole, baby. Mm. So that's a tough one to call. Uh, mm-hmm. Hangman has not been champion for very long, no. but at the same time, Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's I'll, tough. I'm gonna go with Cole. Just so then we have a reason to turn the Young Bucks 
Will he win clean? They're building up. Sorry, because because Adam Cole could win with Red Dragon, Red Dragon's help. Red Dragon, right? Whatever, whatever. <laughs> could win with their help. Yeah, that's how it's spelled. In, in, yeah. in his yeah. defense, yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck. You're he so could cute. win. Yeah. He could win with their help. Yeah. Fuck you. He could win with their help, and then the Bucks could be like, "Oh, so you won belts with them and not us?" Yeah. And oh, then yeah. we get the Red Dragon Young Bucks feud, and then Adam. Adam Page can realign himself with the elite. Yeah. 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 Like they're 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 building up when when Omega comes back. They're 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 building it's certainly to Cole versus Omega. Yeah, or well he'll have to get through uh Jay White Switchblade first. At first. This point. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be Red Dragon, Adam Cole, or yeah, Adam Cole and Switchblade against Young Bucks, Kenny, and Hangman. That kind of seems like where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> so. well. Booking wrestling is not that hard. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely, yeah. It's definitely going to be Bruce interesting. Bruce Pritchard. Yeah. Did you just bump the mic? No. No. Oh. Oh, Unless my beard hit it. I don't know. I heard a puh. Whatever. My beard probably hit it. Yeah. Power hey. of the beard. Power. Yeah, we all have the power of the beard. Yeah, right actually, now. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, you with the beard's fucking strange. I, yeah. It's strange, well, but I, I'm, I dig it, you know? <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. It's just with everything going on in the world, like my social life really hasn't been happening very much. So At I'm, this point, what's a fucking social Yeah, life? I'm really not that worried about it. The wife really doesn't care, and I'm not worried about impressing you two, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and stroking it increases thought power. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it does. It does. I know it, it's a bad habit I picked up from my dad. Yeah. Whenever I think, I just kind of play with the mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just twirl yeah. the ends of your mustache. That's a right. Bit. That's right. <laughs> yeah. You don't know that I've got a girl tied to the um, railroad track while I'm twirling my mustache. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> now that's fucking old school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so those are our right now picks and for And we're probably going to get Mox and Danielson. Oh, yeah, that's oh, been yeah. teased. Mox versus Danielson. That's actually, no, we're definitely getting Mox versus Danielson. Oh, yeah, that's what they're building up to. And if that were to happen, oof. I'm going to go Mox so he can, like, finally beat Danielson because he's never Yeah, he's him. never beaten him before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll go uh, with Mox as well. We're going to have yeah. to sit down, though, and do this once the card has been announced. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we just do it on social media and all that, but we have to do this officially. Again. Yeah, I think there's only like three weeks until Revolution. So When is it, March 6th? March 6th, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so three weeks to the day. Re- we're recording uh, February 20th, it is today, mm-hmm. I believe. Two weeks. Yeah, so. it is, yeah. yeah. Two Holiday weeks. tomorrow. Two weeks? Woo. Oh yeah, I guess there's only yeah there's only 28 days. Fuck, it's it's March in a week. What the fuck's going on? Where where is this year gone so far? Yeah, Yeah. what a year it's been. It's February. What? (laughs) (laughs) We're tired Uh, of it already. Yeah, we're already counting down to New Year's Eve. Yeah. All right. So speaking of AEW, they just had their recently just had a big departure, right? Is that where we're going next? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like definitely one of the one of the topics on wrestling fans' minds right now is what Cody is doing. Yeah. Now there's a couple of train of thoughts here. There's he's leaving. He's going back to Vince because Vince gave him a pile of money. But I'm also now seeing theories online that it's a work. That it's all a work. He's mm. coming back. To officially turn heel, he's gonna dye his hair dark, and hmm. and it's just like uh, I really don't know where he's going and what's gonna happen. 
And I kind of like it this way because as you guys know and as our listeners know, I'm I'm still an old schooler. Kayfabe. Yeah, yeah. yeah I still believe in being as ignorant as possible. If he goes back time. to Vince in six months, he's going to be the American superhero Stardust. So. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Or him and um, Brandy. Oh, God. yeah. Okay, they're gonna the show up in polka slap dots. In the game. Yeah, they're gonna show up in the WWF in polka dots. Oh, yeah, and, and, <laughs> just like his dad and Sapphire did. Yeah. I can see the WWF doing that to him. Yeah, just being like, "I'll teach you, pal." <laughs> yeah, you know, especially since when AEW first started and Cody took. The hammer to the throne, which was the a Triple shot. H. Yeah, the throne. This is a yeah. shot throne at, breaker, at, at yeah. Triple H. Okay, we're we're gonna bring you back now, but this is what we're gonna do. If they do bring him back before Mania, if Triple H's health is all right, I can see Hunter and Cody. Yeah, he won't be good for that. No, no, no. It no, takes so, a but... while to recover from a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, hopefully, none of us here, anyone listening, that ever has to experience that. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Shit, that's right. Sorry, One dude. of yeah. three of us. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, f- I, f- I forgot you usually went through that. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah. That, that right. shit was not fun. No. No, I don't imagine it would be. No, scary, no, scary stuff. No. So, yeah, it's very, it's, it's interesting. It's I like, like I said, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what to think, and I kind of like it. Yeah, this, like if he does, way. if he does go back to WWE, it's just like, ugh, why? He, he's going backwards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like, left sports entertainment. Like you, in like yeah, he leaves, yeah, leaves in 2016 to go start his own wrestling company with blackjack and hookers. <laughs> That's a bender, bender <laughs> quote from Futurama. Yep. But uh, for, yeah, for all those who don't know. But, uh, no, he, he, like, played the indie circuit for a while, and then he started up AEW with uh, with his buddies in the Bullet Club, and or the Elite. And, yeah, like, but then, like, uh, backstage news started circulating that Tony Khan took away booking power from Cody, and Cody didn't like that. So Cody took it upon himself to leave because he didn't like the way the direction of the company was heading. Uh, maybe that's just Cody speak for I'm not world champion and I can't book myself to be the best. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, if that's so I'm going to take my going, ball yeah. and go home. Yeah, I'm going to take yeah. my ball and go home because I don't. Yeah, I don't like where this is going. It's like, well, but in my personal opinions, ever since Tony Khan has taken uh, booking uh, for himself. I believe Dynamite has become like must see TV every single week. Before when it was just them running everything. <laughs> yeah, when when Cody had booking power, there was kind of a yeah, and he would have those long promos. Like is they were good promos, but at the same time they took tel- TV time away from people who And now that the know, company has fucking ninety people. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and then there was that whole uh, angle with him versus Anthony Agogo, which basically became America. Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah and that yeah. was kind of Cody a mistake. ends racism. Yeah, Cody ends racism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And don't get me wrong. Like I hear there the, was a the audience. there was um that one of that fucking wrestling meme page that useless wrestling memes page on mm-hmm. Facebook. As soon as Cody left, they made a shirt for pro wrestling tees on that page. It was arrive and racism leave. <laughs> yeah, I saw that and I was just like, "If this is an actual goddamn shirt, <laughs> holy shit!" 
Yeah, oh, for sure. For I was sure. like, that's the best one I've seen in a while. Yeah, like that 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 whole promo about Cody, like as passionate as it was about him, like I get it. You're you're having a kid, good for you, but that whole promo about his kid being mixed race and stuff it was it was a little tone deaf in my opinion and it's like yeah i don't yeah. think you're the first one so you're not the first one to have a mixed like caucasian yeah. and african-american child here, yeah, buddy. yeah. Like, and i'm sorry but you you and your wife aren't ending racism in america it's no just, it's just i i appreciate the effort i yeah. like what you're going and i like cody no no I, I don't I, think he's a bad person and but. he's he's got a great work rate he's yeah. he's great on the mic he's got a he's got a rick flair thing where he has to bleed in every match he's in <laughs> yeah and his <laughs> last that's yeah. okay too and and, and at the yeah, time but cody of... can get slapped in the face and then the next scene he's all bloodbath and it's like <laughs> yeah. he hit you in the jaw yeah and you're bleeding from your forehead yeah, he's got a bleed in his in his white hair, you know, <laughs> turn it red, just like Ric Flair did. But uh, I'm gonna no. dye my hair today. And yeah, and I, I will say, I will say that his last match in AEW, as of right now, against Sammy Guevara, that ladder match, oh, that was an amazing match. That was so mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The guy's yeah. got that, an amazing uh, work rate. That cutter off the ladder, my god! If like, there was no ref holding that ladder, Sammy's back would be broken. Oh yeah, and like fuck you to the people who are criticizing the ref for holding the ladder. Like, oh, Rev holding the ladder. It's like, yeah, because he cares about the people that he's working with. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, and then sometimes maybe there's spots you probably shouldn't be doing. crossroads off yeah. the fuck. Oh, yeah. And Sammy landed on his head. Mm-hmm. No, there was a lot of spots in that match where I was just, like, wondering whether or not people were okay, but thankfully they were. And That cutter was so smooth, you could tell they were fine. Yeah. But you Sammy could just Guevara. tell they were sore. Sammy Guevara is getting better at doing cutters than Randy Orton. Yeah. <laughs> and Randy Orton probably has the best one in the business. <laughs> but yeah, well, I guess we'll yeah. Just just your personal prediction: Where is Cody going to end up? What's he going to do? Well, all signs point to WWE. Mm-hmm. The biggest rumor right now is that he's going to have a WrestleMania match against Seth Rollins. Like, not I. I would love to see that match, but. WWE would not book it the way it deserves to be booked. Mm-hmm. and Like yeah. that thing I sent you guys the other day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It exactly. should be booked like that, but it won't. It won't be. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> See, but, I, I want to continue. Like I, like, like I said, I like Cody. I like mm-hmm. his work rate. I want to continue to see him go. If he goes to the WWF, he's taking his useless wife with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I don't watch the WWF anymore. So, uh, just send Brandy there. <laughs> yeah, if, <laughs> you know, if he does show up on WWE TV, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna find out about it through, <laughs> through uh, the internet and not by watching Raw or SmackDown. Right. I, right. I will tell you that right now. But all right. So basically, I hope it's all a work. He's gonna stay in AEW. And I've said on the show, he has got to turn heel. Mm-hmm. This is the time to do it. Yeah. Because the audience is demanding that it happen. Because they don't like him for all of the reasons that we've said time and time again on this show. Mm-hmm. Now is the time to turn him. God, this is not hard. Nope. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, like, I'm, I'm still, like, I'm speculating that maybe he's like, yeah, this contract is over. And he'll sign a new one that says that he can challenge for the World Heavyweight Championship now because that's a stipulation oh, right. that was in his last one was that he lost to Chris Jericho and the stipulation was that he will never be able to challenge for the AEW World Championship. But or that- the ending of Revolution, one of the Adams win mm-hmm. 
Lights go out. And Cody comes back. Lights go on. Mm. Cody's behind whoever wins. Crossroads. Holds the world title. Pay-per-view ends. Mm. I'd be good with that. Yeah. That kind of that kind of puts the kibosh on our whole elite versus or our whole Bullet Club, Red Dragon, whatever undisputed era, <laughs> like mishmash right. of things. But uh, whatever. Well, I guess it's just one of those things. Just got to see what happens. We're gonna see. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come March sixth, the entire landscape of wrestling could change. It's, uh, it's time to get off the internet, open up the Mark magazines, mm-hmm. and enjoy wrestling. Yep. To its fullest. So. Yeah, yeah. Something I am really excited for, though, and as we speak, I got to wait a couple more days before the um, and the new episode of NWA Power comes on when mm-hmm. they actually get to that. But <laughs> my man, Matt Cardona, <sighs> wins the NWA World Title the greatest... to the chagrin of everybody but me. Yeah, the greatest heel in the business. <laughs> I mean, now I think Trevor Murdoch should have had a longer reign. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like well, I love Trevor Murdoch as given well. The, but... Well, given the whole build up to him beating Nick Aldis and how long Nick Aldis's reign was, uh-huh. yeah, I would have liked Murdoch to have a better reign. But man, Cardona's white hot. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's, that's, that was yeah, that was yeah. going to be my point exactly. Yeah. Not just in the NWA, but everywhere else the entire indie scene oh yeah yeah like he is the one of the most over guys and one of the most hated guys yeah people want him do it yeah put put the title on him and see where it goes yeah like he's alice in wonderland and the wrestling internet wrestling community (laughs) is the queen of hearts (laughs) (laughs) off with his good 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 analogy good analogy now what you're saying about trevor murdoch it's it's the dusty Rhodes rick rick flair thing Okay, when Murdoch was going after Aldis, yeah. Murdoch, the chase for him is where the money is, you know? Yeah. With that. And he now, got there. He won it, and I, just like Dusty Rhodes, the money in the chase was 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 there. Mm-hmm. He would win it, and then he would drop it so he could chase it some more. I'm hoping I I could really go for an extended Murdoch Cardona program. Yeah. Now and let Aldis and Doug Williams, the British Invasion, are back, baby. Crockett Cup around the corner. Yeah. Also, I'm excited. Also, when Cody left AEW, Cardona put up a new shirt. <laughs> what did it say? What is it? Uh Remember when he came to AEW and there were all the like the Zach and Cody things from that old oh, show? Oh yeah, yeah. But he 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 made a new shirt and it's them beside each other and it says Matt and Cody. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. So like I I can't wait. Well, I tune into Power every, every week. I really want to order uh, the if Cardona I'm... wins we riot shirt. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts about the world at GCW. Oh was, yeah. Was the, the the there was a. That 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 sheet that said if Cardona wins we riot and he had that <laughs> had that shirt, that shirt yeah and then the fuck Mick Foley he, he knew like he knew that someone was gonna have a sh- like a banner that said if Cardona wins we riot oh, in yeah. that building yeah and, and like yeah. the exact size as the Cena one from yep. One Night Stand yep exactly. in the same spot <laughs> yeah oh uh, like I love that if Cena wins we riot I love that but the thing that bothered me about it was like later on the WWE stands tried to like 
like do the same thing at an event saying if Edge wins we riot with with Cena challenging it's like yeah. so you, he's like you try to be cool but you're not yeah <laughs> yeah that's no but that's no. off topic but yeah. uh yeah yeah no I'm I was really surprised when I saw that uh, Cardona won Sweet Charlotte definitely did not see that coming also but... it it was on a house show yeah yeah that too which was really surprising in this day and age now old man Stoney again during the territory days you would have titles world titles whether it's tag team or world singles or whatever, mm-hmm. there would be title changes on house shows. Yep. And then the next TV tapings, that's when they would announce it and they would bring. Well, like the NXT, for example, out. Joe beat Balor at a house show. Oh, yeah, he did. That's true. Okay. Yeah. See, that's a nice throwback. Also, off topic, is your front door locked or unlocked? I don't know. I live in a I live in a safe neighborhood. Nobody's nobody's walking around in this shit right now. I can tell you that <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah, it'll it'll just be my dad. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. If it's locked, I'll run up and get him. If not, <laughs> and if someone's breaking in, we'll just treat him like a Nazi at a punk show. And yeah, I have a steel I, I have know. a steel chair right <laughs> here. Right we also there. got microphone stands. <laughs> there we are. No, yeah. those are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> we'll use the chair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just throw. We'll yeah, just throw, saboo them throw, with throw, chairs. Throw chairs at them. Choke them out with microphone cables. You know, <laughs> half of our listeners are going, "What the fuck are these talking about?" Yeah. The, other, the the other half are going, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> kill them, <laughs> kill them." <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Gore, gore. <laughs> so so really looking to for what's going to happen with Cardona in the NWA. It's just, yeah, it just. Like like I've been saying, the top five of things that you are really digging about pro wrestling right now, and Cardona is definitely one. Nice. Uh, just, just to make sure, there haven't been any claims or reports that Trevor Murdoch was injured or anything. This was like a legit. Yeah, title. they just kind of changed it at that house show okay. in Kentucky. That apparently they did tape something because it's there. It's going to be on. On power, on 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 power. Yeah. Okay, yeah. is power still like uh, group shot, like multiple episodes at once, or do they do it live every week? No, 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 it's 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 the old it's old school studio wrestling. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like Impact, how they would group, uh, yeah, like, group yeah. shot. Okay, they yeah. like do four weeks at a time and then just put it right. Up. Yeah, okay, right, right. Okay, which is which I don't mind because which, yeah, in, like, in, a, in a weird way, it's not it, like it's not as like exhilarating when it's not live but at the same time it's like companies that do that kind of have the most consi- more consistent booking because <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't, your, 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 your tv shows are taped a month at a time so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so yeah yeah and it's just it's it's a really nice throwback to the old mid-atlantic in the old awa days that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I'm so into it. It's not any one wrestler. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's the complete package right. and all that. So really loving it. Can't wait. Okay. Uh-oh. What did you find? What did you find on your phone? Um, uh, An article that said Brock Lesnar went off script during Elimination Chamber. When he broke the pod. He wasn't supposed to? He just to? said, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. What are they going to fire what are they? What are they going to do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're not paying you your million dollars this time. <laughs> Uh, but we'll. Yeah. Oh no! Then Brock's gonna kill the production staff. Yeah. yeah. They just they just don't give him enough fuck you money, and now he's saying fuck you to them. And... Yeah. 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 So, Whatever. 
Yeah, yeah. So once again, the Cardona's rule in the wrestling world. I love it. I love it. I love it. Nice. This was kind of surprising. Okay. They recently, they no, just the other day. Like two days ago, yeah. speak. They let um, Carlos Cabrera go. Yeah. From the dub, like he was the Spanish announcer well, for twenty nine uh, years. Yeah, he was oh, the lead, geez. the lead Spanish announcer. He has sat in front of so many broken tables. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Mick Foley landed. Mick Foley on him. landed right in front of him off Hell in a Cell. <laughs> he yeah. he probably thought he witnessed a murder. And they released of, right him because of, him. of his age. Yeah, yeah. That it's, it's like really okay. Like it, I imagine he's still doing the job. He's still, oh yeah, he got AAA he got hired by Triple A. Yeah. yeah. Right, so. right. So, like, what the fuck? Like, really, Vince? Because yeah. he's too old? You looked in a mirror lately? <laughs> yeah. You he's only, fire what, people? 12 years younger than Vince? Uh, uh, you're going to fire, yeah. You're going to be How fired for people. 74, I think? Yeah, yeah. Chris, 12 years younger than him. Like, and, he, and he was on Raw recently. A lot I've heard with his, his things with uh, Austin Theory and, like, I'll I'll give it to Vince. The guy used to be probably the best promo in his own company, but God, he cannot talk. He can't. Anymore. Yeah, he can't do anything. Yeah, he's, he's so just like fucking old he's now. A, just talk like this. And listen, pal. Yeah, and I, have, I, I, I don't mean to be ageist yeah. or anything, but it's just it is what it is. He's old now. If you're gonna fire people for quote unquote being old, get your own ass off a of TV. Yeah, I don't need you. Looking for your lost egg. Yeah. Like, where's, I'm, where's my I'm all, I don't know. I'm all McMahon. Out. When the plan was eventually him giving it to Hunter, he should have stuck with it. Because now he wants to give it to Nick Khan or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. When yeah, he, the, the other Khan. When he leaves. Yeah, uh. but no, it's because some, I think Pritchard got in Vince's ear and convinced... Uh, Vince, that it wasn't a good idea to let Triple H run anything anymore. But it would have been and so good. It would have been like like seeing how what NXT was like with Triple H. Yeah, like yeah, even, look even what he like was doing there between even like between like around like 2017, 2018. That like that in my opinion was the prime of NXT mm-hmm. when Hunter took over. Like well, he took over in like 2012, I think. But uh, like. It started when out. He was allowed to do what he wanted. It, it was sta- like it, 27. Yeah, it started. It started out really good, and it just got better. And like when takeovers were must. Well, when takeovers were a thing, takeovers were must see. And Triple H, like he knew how to book consistent, good stories with wrestlers who knew how to work and knew what the fans wanted to see. Mm-hmm. But nope, let's just take say, that all away. And he wouldn't say, "Do this, do that." He'd be like, "Okay, your match is twenty minutes. Go have fun." Yeah. Like do what you know how to do, mm-hmm. but then that, then that was taken all away, and they were said and they said we don't want professional wrestlers, we want like just entertainers, and then all the professional wrestlers that were still on the roster were like, well, see you. <laughs> now, and then con- Hunter had his heart attack. Well, he had his heart attack before that. Like, like the, the whole NXT rebrand didn't wasn't even talked about until Hunter was out with his with his heart attack. Good, he's gone. Here, let's yeah. do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, the, and you know the funny thing, I like like bless the people who still like like uh, think that uh, 
like that believe in kayfabe like the younger people there's like oh triple h is gonna be pissed when he comes back and finds out what they did to his company or what they did to nxt it's like you you, you know he has the internet he, he has like, tv he has tv like he has the google yeah. like yeah, he's not he, just sitting like he's, like he's, ignorantly at home just going oh i sure hope i sure hope nxt is doing well that's yeah. like i sure hope it's in good care while i'm yeah while i'm at home and what then the fuck is this nickelodeon like, yeah i'm not gonna pop up to nxt and just be like Whoa. what shit, oh, shit. Yeah, where, it's not where, like his wife where, isn't running the company. Where's yeah. Adam? Where's Gargano? <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Stephanie's coming home every day and be like, "So how is it? How is everything going at NXT?" And she's like, ah, it's, it's, "It's going it's all right. It's nice. Yeah. 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 Are all my friends still there? So, how, how how's Gargano and Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly? How are they doing? <laughs> uh, they're doing good. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Well, mention it's." Good at the other league. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, they're they're the heart and soul of the black and gold brand. It's like, well, they are on a black and gold brand, yes. (laughs) But the only one remaining. But, But, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Triple H, I feel sorry. Like, the guy was so, he was primed and ready to take over for so Mm -hmm. long. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, that all just got pulled away. And I'm... I'm a sad panda because of it. Yeah, the, the, he yeah. could have really turned that company around. Mm-hmm. But, and hopefully, yeah, there's still... I hope he recovers from yeah, this, too. And like, yeah. Hopefully, he does come back. Because Vince has basically erased his legacy. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, I, I'm still holding out hope that Triple H is going to buy Ring of Honor. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> yeah, from out of... Oh, yeah. that'd be awesome. Uh, okay, yeah, please. but as long as he leaves the WWF and... Does runs ROH independently? Yeah, Paul Levesque is all elite. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, or uh, okay. because I, you just you just don't okay because when the WWF bought out WCW mm-hmm. and e, ECW, and I believe you mentioned this last episode where it had to be all about the McMahons. Yep. It, instead it of... It could have been Vince versus Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman. Right. If it had to be the alliance between ECW and WCW, fine. Whatever. Right. But if it was Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman going up against Vince, that would have been great. And it would have worked. Yeah. But no. Worked. No. They it, had to yeah. have Vince's kids buy the companies and have <laughs> right. make this all about the McMahons. Which, and which nobody bought that. And one of the magic... Okay, you the believability is what makes wrestling work right most yeah exactly there was no believability that nope. that shane when shane came out on nitro out. Yeah, yeah when shane came out on nitro it was a cool visual don't get me wrong yeah. but yeah, yeah that uh, after that you i was kind of like uh you okay. certainly didn't buy that stephanie had bought ecw and she was gonna run, run it now mm-hmm. it just no it just did not work nope what would work because everything that's going on behind the scenes with Hunter, well, not necessarily getting pushed aside, but with NXT moving on without him, mm-hmm. the idea of him and Stephanie, and as long as Stephanie moves to the side and just brings her money to the forefront, uh-huh. the idea of Hunter buying Ring of Honor. And now here we are spreading misinformation now. We're not spreading now, misinformation, well, we're speculating. Yeah, <laughs> well, there's going to be a bunch of memes yeah. now. Because we said this saying, like, Hunter's buying ROH. Okay, that's not what we're saying. Okay, uh, so... R-O-H-H-H. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 right, right. But if he... For, for that to work, like, 
Helmsley would have to do this totally independent of the Fed. Yeah, and I guess that's like, it's not going to have the same production value that NXT had, obviously. It's just going to be the same thing, just run a bit differently. Right. Yeah. Right. Like right. Ring of Honor is going to still be Ring of Honor. It's still going to look like Ring of Honor. It's Which just gonna... they've, they've announced that they're going to be back. Yeah. They've announced they've announced a pay-per-view April 1st. And we have yeah. Which I'm still which I'm still a little bit skeptical. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. maybe they shouldn't make something about that, that date, date, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you you have to give Sinclair and Ring of Honor credit that they've let the ladies champions take their titles to other federations. Yeah, like Impact. Impact, yep. R- Roxy, yeah. Um, she'll, she's now signed with NXT. So. Yeah, I'm going to get to that yeah. right away. Yeah, <laughs> now now that you made me think. Yeah, and Quinn McKay is Quinn, also Quinn gone. Quinn McKay is, yeah. as well. But it's so good to see Jonathan Gresham taking that original ROH world title. Well, that's their interim. Yeah. Because Bandito, is, while officially is the real... Our ROH champion. He had he had issues, so they brought. It was that final battle, Gresham yeah. versus Jay Lethal. Yes, I believe yes, it was. yes, it was. And Gresham won that, the original title belt, yeah. and they're letting him take that to the Indies and yep. to Impact. Well, he, he like, was supposed to be. Awesome. He was supposed to be on GCW, but uh, the whole right, COVID yeah, thing because, happened. And, yeah. but for for that's, for for sure, for yeah, sure. That's, that's not that that's unavoidable sometimes. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> like you said, I'm I love Roxy. Yeah, she like this this girl has potential, and she was a great Ring of Honor champion. But now Deanna Parazzo is, is is Ring of Honor champion, but she's and signed the with AAA Impact. Rayo Reynos, right? Their women's champion. title, right? Yeah. Right, and Prazo is but one, she's top five, but she's she, she's signed things. to Impact, correct? Or yes, yes, okay. Prazo is signed to Impact. Now we've heard that Roxy, let's call her that now because she's not going to be called that much longer. Nope, she has signed on to the WWF, and uh, that's too bad because I don't I don't follow the WWE anymore. No. And just because she's gone there, I'm. That doesn't mean I'm going to start tuning in. No, no, no. And uh, yeah, well, I mean, it was her always her dream to sign with the WWE, as it is many wrestlers growing up. Oh but yeah, no, I totally get why she did, and you can't begrudge her that. Yeah, but like the for me personally, I'm out. Yeah, like I hope she thrives in, mm-hmm. but I, you know, the track record of bringing people in and them thriving has not been great lately right. in WWE. So, right. Yeah. And then there's Quinn McKay, uh, which that's yeah. the heartbreaker because yeah. I love her so much. I love the girl next door. Yeah. Persona. And I love the buildup that they had in the women of honor tag team or tag team, but they were the, the, the women, women of, of honor, women tournament. of honor tournament. And just, she was the underdog and her work with the allure and all that was just, Absolutely amazing, and she's a great hostess for. She's a she's a great hostess for Ring of Honor, right? And for her not to be there anymore, there anymore, it's gonna be hard. Yeah, it's gonna be hard knowing that she's gone to Vince. Yeah, well now, yeah, now she's the ring announcer for NXT Level Up, which is. 
NXT's B show, which has replaced 205 Live. <laughs> bloop, bloop, yeah. Bloop. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess that's another thing yeah. that we should kind of be talking about. Like, I, I had no idea what this level up was. I thought they were, that was, they were renaming NXT 2.0 because it's tanking. The mm-hmm. show's tanking. Yeah, no, NXT level up is basically to NXT what main event is to the main roster. Ah. Uh, yeah. It's it's a C show, <laughs> but right, right. it's a one hour show where the people who don't really get to be on NXT all that often get to be on TV, uh, which is what it's, two, it's their AEW dark. Yeah, which is what two hundred five live had become pretty much. They it was just they couldn't really didn't make much sense to continue on with two hundred five live because well the eight, there's no more cruiserweight title, so mm. <laughs> like yeah. Oh, yeah, they buried that. That's right. Yeah, and the the 205-pound weight limit was kind of just a a moot point. And, yeah, didn't make sense to keep it as 205 Live. Another thing Vince killed. Yeah. Again? Yep. But, yeah. God, I loved those Cruiserweight classics. They were so good. So that's what, yeah, it was. It was a great thing we had once. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So she's just going to be, like, she's a ring announcer now for that. That's it. In this corner, this guy weighing... Let's see. Oh, that's kind of a waste of talent. Yeah, tell me about it. But uh, I can't remember her new WWE name. I mean, she's probably making more money than she oh, did. Oh, she definitely will be. Yeah, okay. Her real name is Kelly Verbill. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that, but I'm good. Kelly with... Kincaid is her new uh, ring name for uh, WWE. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. It just, Whose it name just is Kelly matter. Kincaid now? Quinn McKay. Okay. Yeah, we were talking about Ro- Roxy, Roxy and yeah. Quinn McKay going to the WWE. It just kind of s- s- spiraled from yeah. something else we were talking about. Yep. And and all that. That's too bad. Like, mm-hmm. I just oh, Quinn Quinn McKay. Once again, top five reasons to tune in for me personally. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just uh, to tune into ROH and not see her. That's the first thing that you see after the intro. Yeah. And all that. It's just like, oh. It's going to be an adjustment. It's going to be an adjustment. Uh, it's too bad. Before yeah. we move on quickly, Naomi, when Naomi and Ronda won the other night. Yeah. I guess last, last yeah, night. Last night. Yesterday, yesterday morning. Yesterday morning. Yeah. Uh, it was her first pay-per-view win in four years. That's gross. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> Whatever. Hashtag WWE shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'd actually like to thank our former host Mike Mason for that. <laughs> he, uh-huh. like, that that's something he brings up all the time in our in our <laughs> Facebook chats when we complain about WWE shit. <laughs> well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of introduce this next piece and let you guys talk about it because I have to attend to some business, shall we say it? I'm going to pour another Lemmy, but Undertaker in the Hall of Fame. Undertaker in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Yep. Long overdue, I say, but... Take mine, too. Yeah. <laughs> I should have taken it when I was upstairs, but yeah. I didn't. Do you want to drink, Matt? Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. Let me threes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Undertaker in the Hall of Fame. If WWE does this smart, which they won't, he'll be the only inductee this year. Yeah. And yeah, make the whole show about him. Which it should be. Yeah. It's, it sh- it's it really, Undertaker. It really should be. And the fact that... Uh, He's only going to get a fucking 20-minute talk bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. He got a big video package for his Hall of Fame induction mm-hmm. at Elimination Chamber. So. But it's about fucking time. 
Yeah. Well, that that kind of I think that kind of solidifies the fact that he's retired. He's retired yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, like the end of um his documentary thing. Oh, the last ride. Yeah, the yeah. last part where he says, "I'm done." No, yeah, I have no desire to get back in the ring. And then tears. Yeah, <laughs> just like holy shit, he's really retiring. Yeah, well, I mean, when you think about it, he like come WrestleMania time, he hasn't wrestled a match in two years. Mm-hmm. Like his last match was against AJ Styles in yep. the Boneyard. So, oh, I do hope it's all around him, and I do hope. Like, I don't know. Do you think he's going to come out as The Undertaker when he accepts it, or do you think he's going to come out as Mark Calloway? That's a, that's a, that's a difficult one. Mm-hmm. I, 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 like, I hope he does it in character. Yeah. I really hope so. <laughs> but, I would like to see him do it as Undertaker, yeah. Yeah. And then he'll probably get a spot uh, during WrestleMania. I mean, it's in, it's in Houston, Texas, which is where he lives. So. Yeah. Yeah, he he should have he'll, he, he'll choke slam somebody. He he should he should come out and like have a send proper send off in front of a super large crowd like that because that's even if he comes down on the bike and goes around once. Mm-hmm. No, and like and I agree, and like as as much as it made sense for him to retire at Survivor Series that one year, he should have done it in front of people. Yeah, to have it done in front of a bunch of fucking screens, that was that was heartbreaking. For, for someone someone of that stature to be to, to retire in front of LED screens. Thank you, yeah. sir. Thank you. Uh, yeah, but he definitely deserves to be retired in front of a huge crowd. Mm-hmm. And being that... Like, even if Undertaker at Mania, even if he comes out in the Taker garb, and then, like, a silk, like, thing comes up and the bike's under it, Mm-hmm. And he just goes around the ring once and back up and ends with it like his arm pose. Yeah, looking at the ramp one more time. Yeah, like, yeah, and the and the fact that guaranteed we're crying during that fucking speech. Yeah, <laughs> and even like no, it it seems appropriate too because like a guy like that deserves to retire in front of a large crowd. Yep, and that that very specific stadium holds over a hundred thousand people mm-hmm. like it did the first time WrestleMania was there. So if Undertaker can retire after the Hall of Fame in front of that big of a crowd in his hometown, that would be appropriate. Mm-hmm. A lot more appropriate than retiring at Survivor Series in front of, in front of screens. <laughs> so yeah, and Snowy, when you were upstairs uh getting us our drinks here, thank you by the way. Sorry. Oh no problem. Oh, is is Darren here? Okay. Oh, oh. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, yeah. Um, as I, as I was saying, yeah. Uh, if they book this right, Undertaker should be the only inductee in the Hall of Fame. This oh, year. for sure. Yeah, the, for the sure. whole show should be around him. That's it. Yeah. This, for this one year, I think if anyone deserves to be the only person going into the Hall of Fame, it's Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Wait a couple more years. Hulk Hogan's not in the. Oh, he's in. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's he's in by himself and with the NWO. Oh, okay. Say twice. Okay, is Austin in the Austin? Hall, yep, Hall Austin's in the Hall of Fame. The Rock is not. Okay, uh, when the Rock, when they put the Rock in, which they will. Yep. He should be the one and only going in. Yep. Hell, when they I'm, put the when, when, when they put the Rock in the Hall of Fame, he probably won't even show up. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. No, but probably uh, not. But no, like we were talking about how like. 
when he officially retired at Survivor Series uh, last year, no, sorry, in, in 2020, it was in front of screens. And it did make f- sense that he re- would retire at Survivor Series because that's where he made his debut. It's mm-hmm. it's poetic, but mm-hmm. at the same time, oh, he re- he deserves to retire in front of a crowd. He deserves more. Yeah, yeah and, the, and the fact that WrestleMania this year is in Houston, Texas, his hometown, in a stadium that can hold... A uh, hundred thousand people—that's where he should have his proper <laughs> oh, send off. Sure. And like yeah. I sure. said, when you were upstairs, we're gonna fucking cry. Yeah, uh, that Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys might. <laughs> no, you guys might. Snowy, we Snow- all cried during Edge's comeback. Uh, we're crying. That, I didn't that cry. <laughs> well, I we didn't was cry. Close. We were stoked. I was, I, we were, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was the tears of joy. I, <laughs> we're not. We're not gonna be like that one fan that did when CM Punk returned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I admit, even at fifty years old and. And old old man Snowy, there are times in pro wrestling mm-hmm. you feel the lump in your throat. That'll the be Taker's speech. The yeah. eyes get a little misty. It's still you real know. to me, damn it! Fucking right, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Like there are times I shut the world off. Yeah, and I total kayfabe myself, and yeah, that's, that's fair. I honestly, that's the best way to go. You're a fan, yeah. You're like when you're a true fan. That's yeah. You, you have to be able to do that. But sometimes. like at Mania, if this is his last public appearance. For the company, that final time hearing that gong entrance, it's gonna be like, oh no, there's the lump. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. It's, when it it's when, when it hits you. Yeah. It's one of these. Why wouldn't it be in Houston next year? And then we can fucking go, when the world's still not shitty, and we can be there in person. I mean, we could go now. We could go. But... <laughs> Yeah, there that's is, when we fucking cry. <laughs> there is gonna be times though that put him in the Hall of Fame. I'm officially retired and all that. But there's, yeah, yeah. there's still going to be times where they're going to bring him back to be a special guest enforcer. I mean, I'm down or, to see him choke you know. slam people for Yeah, hurt. like, there's, there, you, like yeah. you never truly leave the business. Terry Funk retired how many years? How, how, how many, many times? times? Yeah. And he's still yeah. fucking... Well, not really wrestling anymore, yeah, but, but fighting. Like, yeah. He's still... Like, like Terry. I mean, to this day, the only wrestler who's stayed retired consistently was Stone Cold Steve Austin, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's he, a physical he's, thing. He's come back. That rumor uh, better not fucking happen. Well, I mean, it is in Texas, yeah. and they need something big. If but, anything, yeah, it's going to be a street fight. Yeah, I can see it. And then it, Austin's not going to take any bumps. Like, as much as I don't want to see it, you gotta admit, hearing the glass shatter for Stone Cold to come out for one more WrestleMania, the fans are gonna be electric. Oh, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Like, for like sure. I, yeah, it's 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 ne- like something big needs to happen at this year's WrestleMania, and I feel like that's the only Austin way and, they can go. And uh, Owens, yeah, but at, yeah. but at the same time, like he's come back multiple times to do like promos and give and then people just stun and people. give people stunners and and then slam back some beers, and I'm okay with that, but. I applaud him for being able to be consistently retired for ni- 19 years. Yeah. yeah. No, it hasn't been that long. WrestleMania, ni- WrestleMania 19 was his last match against The Rock. Where is the time going? I don't know. <laughs> but I can't, be- I can't believe it's only almost been 20 years since uh, Stone Cold has wrestled a match. But maybe it just doesn't seem that long because he's come out on episodes of Raw or other WrestleManias and made cameo appearances. Mm-hmm. But wow. yeah. But if anything, if it does happen, it'll be a street fight, and he just won't take any bumps. Well, yeah, yeah, because, like, people, like, you see street fights and all that. He'll take the splash in the corner and shit from Owens, but he won't take any, like, 
power bombs and shit. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it'll end with Owens trying to give him the stunner, but he'll push him into the ropes, and then Owens will bounce back, and then uh, Stone Cold will kick him kick in the gut, and then hit him with a stunner. If it, if it happens, it'll be fun. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, but... but like i don't want to see it but the kid in me is like i want to see it yeah but if austin takes a bump his neck it's like yeah stone cold (laughs) stone cold has said multiple times in the past that he hasn't retired because he doesn't feel he has anything to add to uh the legacy of stone cold steve austin so i commend him for that yeah yeah, but if vince drives a dump truck full of money up to his house and says hey pal yeah (laughs) just come out for five minutes yeah yeah but that promo on raw when owens was like Oh, I'm happy. So I, I hate Texas I hate and I hate Texas. Texans. And I'm happy like, I won't be in a match at next year's at this year's Mania. Blah blah blah. And it's just like, oh no, where's this going? <laughs> we we have friends that live in Texas. Okay, a good Canadian boy like Kevin Owens. Yeah. Okay, bashing Texas and all that. How do you not get behind that? Yeah. <laughs> like just just as a wrestling fan, it's like yeah, you you you. But tell as soon as he started that. bashing Texas, it's like. That's Boston. where the speculation <laughs> yeah. begins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm sure I've said this on the show before, but stunning Steve Austin back in the WCW days when he was teaming with Pillman and the Hollywood Blondes, and he's the TV champion. Mm-hmm. You knew back then, this Steve Austin guy. We're we were like Steve Austin, really the six million dollar man, Lee Majors. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's just go with it. But you knew, maybe even before that in the world class days, um, this guy was going to be something special. Yeah. We could never have predicted Stone Cold. No. Well, at least never. He, at least he wasn't Otto Von Ruthless <laughs> or Chili McFreeze. Yeah, it would have been something. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That, one, that one day that he went into the bathroom and decided to shave his head and come out with just a goatee, everyone was like, whoa, yeah. you got something. There's your new look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. got something here. We, we no, knew, but we when knew Rusev back then. chops off his hair, they bury him. Well, it was a different time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We knew this guy was going to be the next Ric Flair. We mm-hmm. didn't think this way in the WWF. We thought, mm-hmm. okay, it was going to be a big push. He was going to be a great WCW champion. Yeah. Stun- stunning happen, Steve forever but, and yeah. all that. Yeah. And then his ECW promo where there's pants around his ankles behind that desk. <laughs> Welcome to WCW, where the big boys play with each other. <laughs> yeah. So good. I got to actually kind of point out, it's kind of ironic that if a WrestleMania 20 years ago was booked this exact same way that Brock versus uh, Roman is being booked right now. Like if it was Rock... If it was Rock and Austin instead of Brock and Roman, people would love it the way oh, it's yeah. being booked. Yeah, but there would be, be people watching wrestling. We, yeah, we would have a hell of a lot more listeners. True, <laughs> but you know, like, I don't know. It's just like so. Like I gotta ask, like, is it the product or is it the people? I don't know. It's maybe it's just the fact that people are just sick of these. I don't know. People's attention spans are different nowadays than they it were is. 20 years ago. It is, so. it is. Like, like, like I've said before, the only people watching wrestling now are diehard wrestling fans. Yeah. That's it. But if Stone, Those... Cold, if Stone Cold Steve Austin broke out of his pot at the Elimination Chamber and just started <laughs> delivering stunners to people <laughs> and won the WWF title, people would go ham. They'd be like, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And it's like... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we might actually have some more, you know people watching i don't like this word product yeah but it's a product yeah. at the end of the day i know <laughs> it's, but it's, it's just, something you're trying to sell to people so yeah 
I know, I know. But this is this is also snowy radioactive metal host. Yeah, not liking the word product. Fair or, enough. Or or not? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where did Ducky go? I don't know. I think his dad got here, and oh, he's, okay. he's letting him in. Good. Yeah, we should probably let our listeners know the interaction that he's been going. We're we're waiting for DJ. Yeah. D- D- Ducky's dad and good friend of ours, good friend of the show. He has. <laughs> he's been on in. the show. Yeah, he's been on the show. Yeah. He's gonna come hang out with us as we're done. As, as as we're doing our yeah, I think he's I think he's gonna wait upstairs while we finish up here. So he's gonna drink all our. All, he's gonna drink all our whiskey while yeah. we're down here. Yeah. Well, yeah. thankfully I don't have any snacks in the house, <laughs> but I'm thinking yeah. I'm I'm thinking of ordering a pizza after we're done here. So oh, okay, yeah. good, good. We should get DJ down here and contribute. Like he's been around. He's he's you know, he's seen some shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah but no. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so I guess that's really uh, all we can say about the. We were talking about the Undertaker and somehow Undertaker Stone Cold. Hall, Hall of Fame. Did yeah. we discuss who's who? Our predictions or who we would like to see induct him? It's got to be Kane. You, I'm. Think, yeah. I'm thinking that's that's it. Like, or who, it, who it, it's, it's either it's either Kane or Vince. That's the only right. two options. Right. Like. Because, I can't think of anybody else. Because Paul Bearer, unfortunately, Percy yeah, Pringle is no longer yeah. with us. And all that. So, yeah. Like, it has it, to be. It has to be Vince. It's got to be Kane. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, wh- how much of a letdown would it be if it was Michelle McCool? Uh, like, oh, like, here's another person. Yeah. He, you know, it's like, yeah, my boyfriend, my husband is this guy. Give me a contract. Well, <sighs> she, well. Yeah, but they, I don't know. Like, if it's anybody but Kane or Vince McMahon, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah, there can't be anyone. We're, hey, dude, we're talking about, hey, man, Hello. how's it going? We were, yeah, yeah and. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Le- le- let me set it up. Our good buddy, DJ Darren, Ducky's dad, just walked in. Hey, my friend. Yeah. How's it, how's, how's it going? We're talking about Undertaker going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, who your picks to induct him? Like who? Like there's only talk? two options. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. Like when you really think about it. Yeah. Like it, it, I know, I'm kind of putting you on the spot. <laughs> but no, like as I said before you got down here, it has to be either Kane or Vince McMahon. That, those are the only two options. Like, yeah, yeah, the How latest, long is the obvious choice. Uh, nine years, Holy I believe. Shit. Yeah. No, no way. 2013, 2013 I believe he passed away. Yeah, dude, where's my life? It's just flashing before my eyes uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> Hey man, some, sometimes I watch a movie that I remember really liking, and I look up the year that it came out, and I'm just like, no, it's not <laughs> 30 years old already. Oh, he can barely talk, but get Kane, a politician, get him up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh, yeah. Yeah, to, yeah. And, and, and to quote Vince McMahon, it's gotta be Kane. It's gotta be Kane. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or it'll be combined of the Kane and Vince. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. 
<laughs> or they're gonna get Bruce Pritchard. Uh, oh God, yeah, Bruce Pritchard and his brother Love get up. Well, wasn't uh, it wasn't it brother Love that brought yeah, Undertaker yeah. in yeah. for the for the thing against Hogan? He he introduced him at Survivor Series in '91. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but who? Oh I no, no, no! It wasn't. Not yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It, he didn't no, introduce him. Ted, Ted DiBiase introduced him, but Brother Love came out with him. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah DiBiase's was... an asshole. So, yeah. as Dad knows. <laughs> no, I I say it's it's got to be Kane. Yeah. Like be Kane. I, I know I'm I know I've repeated that a couple of times, but it should be Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. It yeah, only makes sure. sense. Mm-hmm. Right on, right on. But then again, last year they didn't even have any special uh, inductions. They just. Everyone was just came out to the same introduction. It's like, next up, we got this person. Next up, we got this person. Uh, yeah, so maybe they did away with special introductions. But if they do it smart, Taker will be the only one inducted this year. Yeah. yeah Dude, exactly. yeah, when you were upstairs, yeah. that's exactly what we yeah. said. Well, like, yeah, I, Undertaker I that, should yeah. be the only one. Do the whole show around him. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's yeah. a lot to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, to... Like a, almost like a roast, but not... Oh, just yeah, yeah. Uh, interviews, interviews with multiple people from like, like Kane and like uh, Paul Heyman, AJ Styles, his last opponent, and like oh, yeah. yeah, right on, right on, right yep. on. Excellent, excellent. Looking forward to that. To kind of switch gears here into our turnbuckle talk. Yep. For this episode, and Deej, I'm so glad you're here because. We're going to enlist you to give a little bit of your expertise because we're going to be going. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be going kind of back to the old school days as well because we're going to kind of have a a battle of the big men. Don't have a microphone for DJ. Dad's, dad, uh, sit in the chair near Snowy. Uh, that chair is actually broken. Don't oh, sit okay. in the chair. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll just, I know we can use that for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> Mike's are picking We joked about it earlier. Up. It's like, okay, if someone opens the door and it's not Dad, <laughs> okay. we can Sabu that. them with a chair. <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm sure Mike's are going to pick them up. Yeah, I'm, it'll yeah. pick them up a little bit. But yeah. We can just turn it up if anything. Yeah, yeah. we're going to have some background noise. But Anyways, whatever. the idea of this, this episode's turnbuckle talk is... Um, Big men, the Andres that were. What's that? Oh, him having a beard? My beard. I know, yeah, right? We've already <laughs> talked <Yeah>. about it. <laughs> we've already <laughs> talked about it. Yes, 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 yes. I'm, 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 I'm sporting the beard now because I was saying to these guys earlier. <laughs> I, was, I was saying I don't normally go for the beard, but everything going on in the world right now, I don't have much of a social life. I'm really not interested in. Yeah. Just embrace right it now. Man. That's that's right, and I'm not worried about impressing you guys, really. So. I need to introduce you to the miracles of oils and balms and beard butter. Beard butter. Okay. I, I do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the smell of cedarwood oil on my face. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 that's pine actually. <laughs> just slam face first yeah. to the wall, just <laughs> up and down. It. With the arrival of Keith Lee into the into AE Dub, yep. Okay, that kind of got the the wheels in our head cranking. It's like, hmm, there's mm-hmm. a big here's a big man. Got a great work rate. We like what he's doing with him. He's the new Samoa Joe. 
basically. Pretty to, much, to, yeah. To, to yeah, to a degree, yeah. 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 He's a big got, man who can do not big man things. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. He's got the wrestling world, their tongues wagging and all that. A big man yeah. who shouldn't be able to flip over the top rope. <laughs> Maybe He's limitless <laughs> for a reason. That's right. right. Maybe now is the time for us on Wrestling Night in Canada to talk about the big men. The mm. good, the bad, the... Always, always ugly. ugly. The always ugly. They're all the bad, the always ugly. <laughs> ugly. And all that. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Now is the time. Except for Keith Lee. He's not ugly. He's not ugly. He's gorgeous. No. He's sexy no. Thanos. He is <laughs> sexy Thanos. He, he's what you get when Barry White has sex with the world's sexiest bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, anyways, uh, every, but okay. I digress. Uh, Dude, like every time I watch AEW now, like these bizarre visions are going to pop into my head. <laughs> well, it's not my fault that he has a voice that can shake you down to your bone marrow and make you feel like the only person in a crowded cocktail party. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. For sure, for sure. First and foremost, when you think big men, mm-hmm. okay, and this is definitely on the side of the good, Andre the Giant. yeah. Okay, like yeah. when you think big guy, that's that's the first guy that comes into your head. And now we're going to, like in terms of this conversation, we're going to go back to Wrestling 101, the fundamentals, work rate, the, um, the, the promo work, and the believability of character. Mm-hmm. Okay, those are the fundamentals. Now with Andre... Was never much of a promo, no, because he never really had to, no, because he he had Bobby the Brain doing the the right. vocal work for him, right? And when Even he before when that, yeah, he was like, um, oh, when you said Bobby the Brain, that's kind of like uh, here, just watch this, <laughs> like Heyman with Lesnar, yeah, pretty much exactly, mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. the same thing, Lesnar yeah. Did the work and Heyman did all the talk. Yep, and when he was a face. During the territory days, he you didn't need he didn't have to cut a promo. Nope. All they had to do was say whether it was Gene Okerlund in the AWA or it was someone in international wrestling in Montreal or any any of the promos and any of the territories that Andre was going to be at, because he was a special attraction. Okay. All they had to do is say, Hey, run don't walk to get your tickets. Andre's going to be in town, and everyone flocked. Yep, just just because Andre the Giant was going to be in town, and he didn't have to cut a promo and all that. And for a big guy, the biggest wrestler, literally, okay, and I'm you know even 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 figuratively, yeah, it's really you could really make a case that Andre could be even bigger than Hogan. Austin or San Martino. Yeah. You 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 could make a case for that. You know. Well, those guys didn't have like carnival barkers hyping them up. <laughs> like step right up and witness the largest man in the world, eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> and and at one point Andre could go. He actually had a work rate mm-hmm. that you believed. You had the believability of character. And he was in the Princess Bride. <laughs> and he was. <laughs> yeah. he was. And he was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he actually, had a twenty guys. second long fart, and then the boss was like, "Are you good?" And he's like, "I'm all right now, boss." As a matter 
matter of fact, I believe, guys, next weekend at our local out our local art house cinema, the Cinematheque, I believe they're airing the Princess Bride. Let's go next yeah, Sunday. Let's go. <laughs> next Sunday. Let's go. Nice. Yeah. So and it's been. Did was I dad? Was I born the year after Andre died, or like a few days after he died? Well, when what year did Andre die? Wasn't it ninety three? No, it was before that. Before that. Long yeah. before that. Yeah, you were born in ninety two. Three. I think he died after WrestleMania. Ah, 5. my daughter's older than you. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he died after WrestleMania five. I want to say five or six. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That that was the Andre period. That like after WrestleMania three. Ninety three. Oh, never mind. Uh, okay. okay. So, yeah. Yeah. That, he died. He died two days before I was born. Shit. Wow. Wow. Okay. So maybe you're the reincarnation of Andre I'm the not Giants. seven foot three. Well, <laughs> but you're pretty big. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're I, the biggest person in this I, room. Yeah. I, I'm actually can I'm actually I'm gonna get a little off topic here, but not like we don't do this on this show. Yeah. It happens. I, I'm convinced that I'm the reincarnation of Jimi Hendrix. Because, because, be, why? Be, because my conception in his death, I worked it out, are like five days apart. Interesting. And like, okay, who's cooler than Hendrix? Me. You see that guitar that's literally right beside you there? Just, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I can't play yeah. the axe, but I'm definitely I'm 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 the Hendrix of podcasts. Oh, are you? Come okay. On. <laughs> you know, like Matt Cardona's. The... <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> hell, hell no! Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. What you guys would probably remember the most, and Deej and I would remember Andre in his prime after WrestleMania three was the old, the broken, the the Andre that Vince had under contract that just insisted on getting him out there mm-hmm. for his name. And the ultimate warrior. This is this to this day. This still fucking gnaws at me. <laughs> when on house shows to yeah. build up the Ultimate Warrior, Warrior was beating Andre in like thirty seconds. Yeah, he had this whole legacy of never being pinned until WrestleMania three, which I could understand. And I okay, fine, I get that. The whole slamming Andre. Or even and even that whole him. thing was a farce because the Ultimate Warrior actually slammed Andre years before Hogan so did. So did John Studd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't remember Studd or the Warrior doing it, but I know Jerry Lawler did it. I oh, know he did? Kamala did it. Okay. Yeah, Studd slammed I, him. Yeah, I Harp and Harley you, Race. Well, did yeah, it. but you know yeah. how Vince loves himself a case of the first time ever. So oh, yeah. well, of course. <laughs> yeah. Like this is revisionist history yeah. for, for the WWF. Definitely. It's like when they were teasing Sean and Flair for the first time at 24. Um, you know what happened in the 90s, right? Yeah. On a fucking house show. No, it didn't. <laughs> Never happened. Never happened. And remember... Sean was still in the Rockers. <laughs> yeah. And they were hyping up um, the first time ever Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant WrestleMania 3. I'm sorry, 1980? Yeah. 
Shea, Shea Stadium, it was Bruno San Martino versus Larry Zabisco in the main event in a cage. On the undercard, no, it was the the undercard. The, yeah, it was <laughs> the mid was, card, or yeah, I guess maybe it was the match before that. It was Andre versus Hogan, but Ho- Ho- Hogan was the heel. Weird. Even yeah, before the NWO, Hogan was the yeah. heel. Oh yeah, oh for sure. <laughs> wow, <laughs> for sure. What? And, like no, Vince Vince totally rewrote that. Huh. You know, and then there was even though like back then I was keeping myself in the dark intentionally, but we still knew that we still because that was that famous Shea Stadium card. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, yeah. On on Andre definitely when it comes to in his prime, in terms of big men, when there he was, used there to was do nobody better. Off the top rope. Well, never went that far, that yeah. that far, but no, he, wait, he had a was, work rate. He had a work no, rate. No, I'm thinking um, Paul White when he started. Oh yeah, Big Show or the Giant? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we might as well talk about yeah. the Big Show. I remember when they first brought him in. Eric yeah. Bischoff tried to pass him this off Andre's as Andre's the son kid. of Andre. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is Andre's that. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody bought that and. The the only reason why like Paul White the Big Show even had a career is because he was so big, mm-hmm. and I was either Bischoff or Hogan discovered him as a bouncer. Which I believe it was. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, look, you're you're really fucking big. Yeah. yeah. Vince McMahon just looks up at them and goes, "Wow." Yeah. You, yeah. Here, here, go over to the power plant for six months, mm-hmm. and and you know, and it just it does it doesn't always work. And you could see, you know, when the giant Paul White, who's just yeah. known as the giant, because. I don't know. They couldn't come up with anything for him. <laughs> like, jeez, if you, if you can't book a huge guy like that, it's like, a better name than Paul the Giant. <laughs> Paul White, the other giant, the other giant, Andre like, the Second. Like yeah. you knew, and of course, Paul White, the Big Show, he did get better. Okay, but you knew. When he first showed up in WCW and challenging Hogan and all that, winning the first, winning the world heavyweight title on his very first match ever, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you knew. Okay, we have this big guy. Let's get him out there. Yeah, and we have an attraction. It worked. It it worked to an extent, just in terms of fan visibility. Yeah, or, or whatever. But in terms of work rate and everything, it's like he when he was this green is as not green Andre. Can be. Yeah. yeah, and like he didn't really get much better than that. <laughs> like, no, no, and now I he guess... just can't do drop kicks off the top rope anymore. <laughs> no, and, <laughs> and yeah, then he had his 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 time in WCW came and went. He had the world heavyweight championship a couple of times, maybe I think. I think it was twice. Yeah, goes over to McMahon Land, becomes the Big Show, and they turn him face, turn him heel, turn him face, face turn him turn heel, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Even he admits that his booking in the WWE was has been terrible over the mm-hmm. years. So yeah, and yeah, after a while, you just don't care. The next week, yeah, when Andre turned heel, it was a big deal on Piper's Pit, and he yeah. ripped off Hogan's shirt and ripped off the crucifix and the little trail of blood bleeding down Hogan's chest and mm-hmm. all that. 
what a happy accident that was. Yeah. And, and, it and then leading to so well. And then leading to Hogan accepting the challenge. And right. With Roddy Piper <laughs> be like, yes or no? <laughs> do you or it do you not? Perfect. <laughs> and then was, Hogan just goes, yeah. With all the reverb in the world. It was, it was perfect booking. Yeah. Big Show never had a, a moment like that. Never, never, never. And he probably should have. He probably should have. But yeah. that's not to say that Big Show didn't go on to make his mark and have his career. So with him, good, bad, uh, it it fluctuated. Yeah, it's it a it's a it's a matter of that's that's subjective whether it's good or mm-hmm. bad with him. It's not like well, he was like, the first one to break the ring. <laughs> well, yeah. How, how many times? Right. <laughs> then, right. Yeah, but that but, one with Brock was. Cool well, the one with Brock was cool because that was the first time it ever happened. But then, then yeah, they did but then they Mark did it again. They did it with Strowman. Mark Strowman, and then Strowman did it with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, and then yeah, and then it just kind of became a trope. But yeah, yep. Because he choke slammed Taker, and they and they had to reinforce the ring for these two guys that only equal up to seven hundred pounds. Whereas they have Royal Rumbles that have multiple guys that all weigh 200 pounds in there at the same time. <laughs> Don't ask me how physics works. <laughs> <But> <laughs> reinforce. Oh, we'll just put yeah. this extra beam here. We had to reinforce the ring for Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why? You, yeah. you guys obviously haven't worked with Haystacks Calhoun. <laughs> yeah, like Roman Reigns isn't even that big. He's smaller than The Rock. Like... <laughs> Know, if you didn't need nice. to reinforce it for Haystacks or Yokozuna, I think you're okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're you're you're, you're fine. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's good. But uh, yeah, yeah, Paul White. He's no, no. Mm-hmm. Or there was a, I know Paul White put or Big Show put under choke slammed Undertaker through the yep. ring at one point. Mm-hmm. And uh, so did Kane in yep. the same spot. Yep, the trapdoor <laughs> spot. <laughs> but yeah, Big Show's career. I don't know. He like I, ups and downs. Yeah, when and when it got near the end of his W or not even near the end of his WWE run, it's just like it got to a point where they had to like just bring him out there as a special attraction or like oh he oh, also so and so also had the only cage match with the razor wire in it in WWE history. Really, JBL. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Because they tried to do the Hogan. Flair, the Flair Hogan from WCW. Right, I remember that. And then he chokeslammed JBL through the ring, and for some reason JBL won. <laughs> oh yeah, because he escaped out of the, through the bottom. Yeah, because he chokeslammed him through the through the canvas, and then JBL crawled out through the under the ring apron, technically getting out of the ring. So you know, he chokeslammed him to hell. Like yeah. when Kane threw Van Dam through the cage. Oh, Van Dam won, huh? Well, that's the same thing with Paul White. <laughs> Paul White's debut in the WWF. He, fucking, he threw, Sto- threw Stone Cold into the cage, and the cage fell over. That match where or, Vince almost uh, broke his back? Yep. The very same. But, yeah, then it got later on in B- Big Show's career, he would just be like, they would just put him out there as a special attraction. or like, oh, so-and-so can't make it. Uh, who's going to be the mystery opponent or mystery partner? Well, it's the Big Show. <laughs> and everyone just goes, ah. Yeah, <laughs> they went to the Is well. Is he a good a guy or a bad often. guy? Yeah. It could have, should have. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Definitely on That's the, the bad side. That's the first time Heyman turned on Brock, too. Oh, uh, yeah. When he joined Big Show. <laughs> and look where we are now. Yeah. <laughs> now he's back with Rome. Yeah. Anyway. Definitely more a little bit on the bad side, or at least on the disappointing side, was mm-hmm. L.A. Gante 
who would eventually go on to the WWF as Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> Undertaker's worst match in WrestleMania <sighs> history. <sighs> One God. of the reasons Undertaker left WCW, because Bischoff wanted him to work him. Yeah, and then... <laughs> and then Vince goes, that guy. And what the fuck was he wearing when he was Giant Gonzalez? Oh, that was brutal. <laughs> yeah. That muscle that suit with the terrible. fucking hairy patches. Yeah. And the whole reason why Gorge Gonzalez, okay, Elegante, Giant Gonzalez, the only reason why he even had a career is that I believe it might have even been Ted Turner himself after he bought, because he was also his conglomerate and all that owned the Atlanta Hawks. Mm hmm. Probably still does. Yeah, probably. And they just saw this big tall fucker and said, let's sign him to play basketball. Yeah. Okay, which, yeah, I could kind of see. Put him on defense. He'll slap a lot of balls down. <laughs> and a lot know. of He'll people. slap a lot of balls. Lot of, yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Someone who'll okay. go to jump at him and he'll be okay, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mosquito nice, flick. Nice try. But, <laughs> but, but then they, they realize, like, this guy can't move. He's tall. No, but he moves like a sloth. But yeah. <laughs> so, okay. He's obviously not going to be playing for the Hawks. Well, we own this little thing called WCW. Why yeah. don't we send him to the power plant and all that? And once again, a little too much, a little too soon. Bill DeMont's going to say push up and look up and be like, no, you're good. Yeah. And I'm sorry, like a but. Grape. They totally shit the bed with L.A. Gote. Yeah. It was Didn't he wrestle in Japan, too? brutal. Oh, probably. Wrestle. Oh, Special I'm attractions. Sure. Is it air quotations? I'm sure. I'm sure he was in the ring and was in a match. <laughs> but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he, they, they couldn't even get him to do a proper promo. He had no work rate. Yeah. The only reason why Vince brought him in was to for him, for Undertaker, to feed to a big guy. Yep. You know, he's a big guy to feed to the Undertaker. I but the Undertaker won that match by disqualification. So mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just yeah, yeah. Because he yeah. did the. Does this smell like chloroform to you? Oh yeah, that <laughs> whole thing. Yeah, it was Mr. Fuji was was Giant Gonzalez's yep. manager? Yeah, that's yep. right. Which okay, if okay, who's gonna cut a promo then? Yeah. Okay, okay, because <laughs> like Fuji was an amazing man. Like you put, you get managers onto heels that have no. Promo ability. Mm -hmm. Fuji could couldn't talk his way out of a wet paper bag. No, like he he as a wrestler he needed someone, a mouthpiece. Yeah, not to come off as racially insensitive, <laughs> but like yeah, Mr. Fuji's first language was not English. Let's put it that that's, way. So. That, that's right. He needed a mouthpiece. I, yeah. I believe Captain Lou Albano. Oh now yes, I'm, I'm really Captain Lou Albano. I, I'm really dating <laughs> yeah. DJ and I now. I, okay. I know Captain Lou. But, but. Ca Captain Lou was managing Fuji, mm -hmm. okay, because he needed a mouthpiece. And now, and Mr. Fuji was an amazing manager, but he wasn't doing any talking for anyone because he couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the idea of a manager. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to besmirch, besmirch Mr. Fuji, though. No. Because he's a classic character. Big, big part of our childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Throwing the powder fantastic. in people's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it just didn't. Hogan Diego at WrestleMania. Work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania. That same WrestleMania. That very same WrestleMania. Yeah. 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 Okay. Moving on. Yoko. Yeah. Uh, move, moving. Okay. Yoko. Yoko. Okay. Here's a guy. Big, big guy. 
I don't even have him on my list. Good one, man. Mm-hmm. A okay. Samoan guy, you give a Japanese gimmick. But yep. it worked. Yeah, it worked. In terms of believability of character, it worked. Mm-hmm. Everybody bought it. Yeah. How he long has Yoko been big gone? Guy? Oh, Matt check. Has to be about ten years now. Oh no, more Longer. than that. Oh my god. Because didn't he go like I'm he was old. what early thirties? Uh, way too young. Yeah. Way too. Yokozuna died in two thousand. But you, holy shit, twenty-two years. Yeah. Jesus. But you kind of saw that coming because he was a young guy, but he got so big so fast. Because I remember Coquina Maximus in the uh, in the AWA. And in the territories and all that, when I saw him show up in the WWF, it's like, Jesus Christ, he's three times as big as he was. And he kept on getting bigger. And he kept getting bigger and all that. But he could actually move, and he had a great work rate. Mm -hmm. He had no promo. Nope. He he would yell the word bonsai, but other than that. That's it. Yeah. Mr. Fuji couldn't talk to him. That's why they made Jim Cornette. One of the best guys on the mic, like, ever. Yep. And one of the best things in pro wrestling today. <laughs> His podcasts are fucking amazing. <laughs> okay. Apart from this one, Shining Wizards uh, yeah. and Cornettes, those are the podcasts that I enjoy the most. Fair enough. Cornette, they, that, that's why they put Cornette on Fuji and Yokozuna, because he could talk. Right. And that's 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 what they needed to make that complete package. Yokozuna was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I loved yeah. Yokozuna as well. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he was a, he was a special attraction, and he knew how to work. And but those bonsais when he would slip, oh, and he would just the, off the rope, crush yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, that got a little risky. But the unfortunate thing is, like, he didn't take very good care of himself, mm-hmm. and that caught up to him. And eventually, Yoko went way too early. Yeah. At least he never landed on a ring post when he did that. Yeah. True. Yeah. There you but, go. There yeah. you go. <laughs> on on the not so good side, and this might be a little before your guys' time, but I'm sure Deej will remember Uncle Elmer. No, I, I don't recall Do Uncle Elmer. Uncle Elmer. Okay. This was right after the national expansion of the WWF when Hillbilly Jim was actually a big thing in the Northwest Territory. Mm-hmm. His Hall of Fame promo is still going. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's still talking. God, that was like an hour. It's like, they, stop. It was painful. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but McMahon just had this big fucking heart on for farmers. And that, 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 Brock. that, 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 yeah. yeah, Brock, Brock now, yeah, but he just big had this, boys. he just had this thing, that's why Hillbilly Jim got this big push, okay, and then he brought in, I think it was Plowboy Frazier from the Memphis Territory, Plowboy Frazier, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, he brought him in as Hillbilly Jim's Uncle Elmer, mm-hmm. Now, here's a big guy. They put him in the suspenders, and he made him look like a farmer and all that. But he was just this big, fat guy. No work, right? Can't nope. talk. Nothing. His Probably his most famous moment was when Uncle Elmer got married. I don't know, just to some hillbilly Jill, okay, um, on Saturday night's main event. Mm. This was 1986. Okay. Okay. And, of course, Rowdy Roddy Piper has to save the day by coming down and lambasting everybody. Piper's just doing his thing. 
And of course, Hogan's the best man, and Paul Orndorff is there, and Andre's there, and all that. They chase Piper off, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I like Piper's the only one saving this stupid fucking segment. Yeah. <laughs> And all that. That that was Uncle Elmer's biggest moment. And that's kind of sad, which is too bad because Plowboy Frazier was selling out the Mid-South Coliseum. Yep. You know, in 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 the in, in the Memphis territory and all that. So yeah, that that was too bad. We're gonna switch gears here a bit. Definitely on the good side. Bam bam bigelow. Yep. Holy, holy jeez. He could fly. Here, here is a big guy that could fucking go. Yep. Never mind his his arrival in the WWF, which was amazing. Wasn't he the first big guy to do moonsaults? Yep, he, yeah, so. he, he would go off the top rope, do, do the dynamite kid flying headbutt and all that. Mm-hmm. He was absolutely fantastic. An amazing work rate. The guy could talk. The guy had a great look. And uh, and all that, even before going to the WWF in the territory days in uh, in world class wrestling, you knew do something with this guy, and the WWF did, and it worked so well. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely fantastic. Now, as he got a little older and he started to slow down a bit, and yeah, they still brought him out and all that. Him and Taz went through the <laughs> ramp and ECW. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think I remember the first time I ever saw a cage a ring collapse was Taz and Bigelow, or they went through the ring, yeah. or 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 whatever. Yeah, Taz had him in the Taz mission, and Bam Bam just was like, <laughs> and they, nope, they, they went back. back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bigelow was but then absolutely again. If you amazing. watch that whole pay per view now, everyone stays away from that corner. Ah, oh, fair okay, enough. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Of the ramp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they brought him the way they brought him in with the Survivor Series, mm-hmm. and and all that. Like one of the first first Survivor Series, and they gave him a really big push. And you 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 could see like this guy was really something special. It's just it just too. I don't ever think he ever won a world title in any federation. No. No, I don't think he did. No, and I think... Okay, guys, get it going through your head. At some point soon, wrestlers that have never won a world title. We did that already, We did we? that. Yeah, we did that as a... Oh, a long during, time during, ago. During, during the <laughs> Skype era. Okay. <laughs> okay, yep. well, there's obviously a I'm lot sure. more... The yep. Skype era is our Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, there's obviously another list... Okay. Okay, to do this. Part two. <laughs> part two, part two, yeah. Deej, I'm so glad you're here. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. I know, I know you remember Jerry Blackwell from the AWA. Yeah. Yeah, holy jeez. Okay, do you guys know of Jerry Blackwell, Crusher Blackwell? No. Okay, here is a guy, he was about... Three and a half, maybe four hundred pounds. He was he he was a big guy. He was in the AWA time. Okay, he was from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Okay. okay, and of course Jake the Snake Roberts. Years later, they had him. Well, probably at the same time in different territories and all that. He was the most hated heel in the AWA at the time. We're talking mm-hmm. the early eighties, even up to. 
maybe the mid '80s. He did eventually turn face, which which all of those wrestlers in the AWA, Baron Von Raschke, Mad Dog Vachon, the Crusher, the original Crusher, Dick Dick the Bruiser. These were all brutal heels. But they really took off years later into the 80s or late 70s and the early 80s when they turned face and became the face of the company. Jerry Blackwell, okay, he was this big fat guy who could kick your face off with a drop kick. He was absolutely amazing. When drop kicks for finishing moves? <laughs> when, when drop went, or, or at least when he pulled one out. when a big guy like that would throw a drop kick like wow yeah holy shit it was something (laughs) to see yeah and 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 then they Shawn michaels oversell it like in his match (laughs) (laughs) and blackwell had everything he checked every box great promo great work rate great believability of character he was absolutely fantastic Hmm. yeah he's definitely um, they turned him face. He got old. He just he just, just kind of slowed down. Like he was with the AWA for for a while after his heyday, but he just less and less in appearances, and then he eventually passed away. Huh. And it was one of those moments where it's like, dude, this was one of the great villains of my childhood. Mm. I, I, I couldn't wait till Mad Dog Vachon or, or Greg Gagne or Vern Gagne got Jerry Blackwell into the ring <laughs> here in the Winnipeg Arena. <laughs> you know, and the place got, it filled up. You know, like, this was such a great territory town with the AWA. Every month, the Winnipeg Arena... Dad, did you go to any packed. AWA shows here? No. Like, no. I I was only of a certain age and all that. I saw it on the TV. I did manage to catch a couple of them live in the arena. But, like, like Blackwell was just homework, guys. Go on the internet or whatever you have to do. Check out some Fuck, Jerry I hate Blackwell when people stuff. give me homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm 35. I don't do homework, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's go on to another ba- yeah, a bad yes. one. Uh, a, a bad one. We'll just do it because, quick. Because yeah. those, those are kind of the most fun. Kali. Oh. Uh, Kali and Giant Silva. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Kali especially God. because like I remember Kali a lot more. I remember... Oh, ugh, like Another just, one they jobbed Undertaker out to. Yeah, uh, just the stinkers that that guy put on those. It's like uh, The whole oddities thing as well. Yeah. Yeah, Kali John- wins the world title in a battle royal, holds it upside down. Yeah, holds it up upside down. <laughs> like, uh, that just goes to show you. Like, I know he was a big deal in India. Like, I work with several East Indian people who all know who Kali is. Yeah, me but, too. Me too. Yeah. Like, he. But don't know who other wrestlers yeah. are. Yeah. And, like, yeah, he's just. No, well, not, 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 not just that, <laughs> but he just can't. The guy can't move. Like his chops are so slow, and like yeah, the I only, mean it would the still only, suck because he's yeah. huge. He and, was, the, and the only thing he had going for him was that he was big. He was big. Yeah, both of those guys, when they were young, was old Andre. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's the first thing that I saw when I saw these guys the first time. It's like, okay, these guys suck. Mm -hmm. like, 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 when you see him, you think, well, this guy's impressive, but he's not going to last. No, no, no. And then all of a sudden, he's there for 10 years. And you're yeah, but like, only because he was big. Yeah. But they, they like, well, like... Attraction what? purposes, like you said. Yeah, exactly. But, like, and then Kali starts off as this, like, being booked as this credible threat to The Undertaker and Kane and the big show... And then later on, they just kind of turned him into a joke. They turned him into the Punjabi playboy. Mm -hmm. And he's like coming out. Oh, the my God. Was that a thing? That was a thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this was like right around the time when, I were like, when the PG era started. And then, yeah. This wasn't too long before he left. He he, he went from crushing uh, Rey Mysterio and Triple H's heads between his hands to dancing with Natalia and Neinhardt. Santino. Yeah, and Santino Morella. and. <sighs> God. Making out with Beth Phoenix, and yeah, and then okay, I, and then he was I, I can get behind that just well, on a personal basis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and then all of a sudden he was gone, and he was back in India, and, uh, and then like one of the only guys to slam him was Cesaro. <laughs> I think so, yeah, and then he came back one time to help uh, Jinder Mahal retain the WWE title against uh, uh, Randy Orton. Yep, in yeah. the Punjabi prison. Yep. And then it's like, wait a minute, this music sounds familiar. And Collie's walking down. No, it's he, like, he came out to Jinder Mahal's music. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck is happening right now? And then, yeah, Collie comes out to the ring, kind of like limping because he's got bad knees because he's so big. Well, that that can't be helped. I I'm not trying to like brag on him for that. That's that's uh, he's, a whole other he's, thing. He's mad. He's a massive boy. He's big. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. And then he came out and he shook the. Shook the cage and Randy Orton, for some reason, even though he was already on the other side, flipped back over to the inside and fell. And yeah, that's my last memory of Great Collie. And it's like, oh, he's so big. And yeah, yeah he's so really big, all he but had so going useless. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't recall any major WrestleMania moments that he's had, thank God. Uh, but at least, he, at least he didn't beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that wouldn't have been good. No, no. Yeah. Uh, a little on the good side, who wasn't blown away by Vader? Vader was amazing. Vader was amazing. Not yeah. just Vader in the in WCW or WWF, but v Big no, Van Vader, Vader was, in Japan. Big Vader Va was the first guy to do moonsaults. Oh, yeah. that was it. That's yeah. Vader, yeah. Was so amazing. Vader, Vader in Japan and WCW was great. When he got to WWF, he was, oh, I'm a big fat piece of shit, and took <laughs> off his mask, and yeah, then because that's what that's what Vince does with. Not homegrown talent. And okay, then but beat I'm the shit still out of Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah, I I still kind of dug Vader in the WWF. That was one of the few things back then because I've had a love hate relationship with the WWF. Have you since <laughs> since yeah <laughs> since 1984? And then they waited for him to die to put him in the Hall of Fame. Like, oh fuck yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. But the Vader we saw in WCW was just just incredible. Yeah, he know? came in and he. He, like his first match, I think he he won in like a couple seconds. Like I can't remember who it was, but no, he was a credible threat for sure. And mm -hmm. when he came out with that big fucking headpiece or whatever, right. like, yeah, yeah, like that was that was yeah. so the visual was so great. <laughs> I loved I just, it. I just kind of wonder why did did they bring did okay because he was Big Van Vader, yeah, in uh, WCW and and, Japan. and in, in, and Japan. in Japan was was it just the WWF just 
Okay, that's too much for yeah. our fans. We just, just, he was just let's Vader. just call him Vader. We it's need to take Tom. away two of your names. Yeah. It's yeah. Tom. It's Tom. It's Vader Tom. How on earth? Because never mind when Lucasfilm signed on with Disney, but even back then, Lucasfilms was always <laughs> very protective about their properties. Mm-hmm. I for the whole time I was waiting for the hammer to drop about Lucasfilm suing WCW for the use of the word Vader. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I believe Vader is Dutch or German for father mm-hmm. or something like that. So when you had Darth Vader, yeah, first in the Star, Star Wars, Wars yeah. universe, that's like Dark Father. So if you kind of knew that ahead of time. The end of Empire Strikes Back was spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, like, Fortunately, but, but I was back just then, a stupid kid. Back yeah. then, they didn't have the internet to look That's all right. this stuff up. They, you had to actually go into <laughs> an right. encyclopedia. And, like, That's right. You yeah. actually had to look it up. So fortunately... Yeah. That's why the internet ruins everything. Yeah. It does, dude. <laughs> yeah. For sure. For, yeah. for sure. Because I was, I was just saying, like, wrestling was at its finest, at most enjoyable before the internet. When we can just be dumb fans, the, yeah, I couldn't. That's oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> you know, and that. Yeah, that's right. So it was actually the ministry really kidnapped Stephanie. <laughs> what happens? Yeah, oh, we were. No, at that, at that, at that point, no. <laughs> yeah, but Vader, Big Van Vader, whatever you want to say, had it going on yep. everywhere, everywhere he went. And he wasn't much of a promo, but he didn't need it. No. Because that could really oh, yeah. go. He was really, he was definitely a precursor to uh, Samoa Joe. Yeah, and Keith Lee. And Keith Lee, yeah. Yeah, that's right. The, that's yeah, right. the difference is the Samoa Joe and Keith Lee can cut promos. They they can cut promos <laughs> and they can go Samoa Joe, one of the all time greats in Ring of Honor and Impact and and Impact. Like some yep. of those some of those matches. That's his work with um, AJ. AJ Styles. AJ Styles yeah. with Christopher Daniels and yep. um, Angle. Angle, yeah, Kurt Angle, yep. Kurt, Kurt Angle and all that, and like just wow. Absolutely going on. He was totally the total package. Sorry, yeah. Lex, but Joe had it going on. And then Scott Steiner cutting that promo on him. He's fat! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. As good as Scott Steiner was, though, sorry, Joe Joe had everything on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. I just like that. That gets me every time I think about that promo when he yells, it's, he's fat, and then how it reverberates through that empty room. Oh, that, that, that's pure comic gold. <laughs> and finally, looking before, at the clock on the wall, it's just about time. Before we do one more, I want, I want to do. Um, uh, before he got older and you could tell out of shape, Abyss. Oh, uh, yeah. Chris Parks. Yeah. Oh, or shit, Joseph yeah. Parks, yeah. That, that Abyss that we knew in TNA. Yeah. Yeah, like he was he was a plunder guy. Black hole slamming and, people on yeah. the thumbtacks. On the thumb, <laughs> the on thumbtacks. Yeah. And but he that, could go. Oh, that's like... But, yeah, he had an incredible work rate, and his character, the believability of his character, yeah. everyone And remember it. when everyone WWE initially wanted to hire him, he was just like, to face Taker. Yeah. He was just like, I don't want to be another number. 
Well, yeah. for sure, for but sure. He, yeah, but he, Taker versus Abyss would have been cool. He ended up would have been amazing. Yeah, but then he ended up being pretty much just like the best parts of Mankind and Kane put into one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now imagine Abyss and think think eh. Think about this DJ, okay. Imagine Abyss during the territory days. That that gimmick would have worked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he 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 just would have come into any territory, world-class, Memphis, People would have paid AWA. to see him slam he, people on tax oh, every week. Or, or just he could be that attraction like Andre the Giant. It's like, okay, everyone, Abyss is coming to town, run, don't walk, and just put him in there with, with Greg Gagne, or and Bruno like San Martino. The hardcore or matches something. they had even back in the day still have Abyss in them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No matter what they would have done with him in the territory days. In the mid in the mid Atlantic against the Briscoes or something. The big scary guy versus the the baby face and all that. Yeah. It's it's a classic Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader, Flash Gordon versus Ming the Merciless. <laughs> It would have worked yeah. so well, and then we got to mention Kane and Taker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I can. Men- well, I feel comfortable mentioning them under the same banner because, like, they pretty much had identical move sets. Yeah, let's, let's oh, be yeah. Earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, they were supposed to be mirror images of one another. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's my brother. Yeah, that's, yep. uh, that's Taker right. burned that's down right. his house. The, the first time you. That was one of the best storylines <laughs> I think they had. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that could have been a movie. That could have been a movie, uh-huh. like seriously. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Taker and Kane, like they were the first like guys who were like over seven feet tall that could like do suicide dives to the outside and not hurt themselves and jumping off the top rope. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't see stuff like that hardly ever before those two popularized. No, it. you didn't. Then, you didn't. As, as much as I've been fawning over Jerry Blackwell, mm-hmm. he was not walking the ropes. No. He was <laughs> he was not doing top rope clotheslines no. or suicide dives. No, he was not. Remember when Taker no. first did that old school roadblock? Yeah. Everyone lost their fucking mind. You're, there's a, what? <laughs> it's not a big move. No. You're walking on the ropes, but no one had ever done that before. Yeah, no, nobody over 300 pounds could do it. Like, <laughs> people just lost their shit. Yeah, and like... And like going into nowadays, guys like, like, like the aforementioned Keith Lee, like, guys doing suicide dives, moon salts, uh, like just springboard. Guys doing stuff cruiserweights can do. Yeah, mm-hmm. limit, yeah, and like the the guy weighs what three hundred and fifty pounds, yep. Keith Lee, and he's doing. You wouldn't know it. Yeah, yeah he flies around like a cruiserweight. Like, also, another honorable mention for this, Mark Henry. Yeah, he didn't really do anything outstanding. He was just yeah. really strong. Yeah. It's, it's it's definitely I I would kind of put Henry in the middle. In, in, yeah, yeah, kind kind of in the middle. He was he was a good attraction because he was legit strongman. He won yeah. all those strongman competitions. Well, he, wasn't a he he wasn't a wrestler. His Hall of Pain gimmick was good. Yeah, for, and, uh, and I'm glad that he got that run so late in his career. <laughs> but yeah. Like, but it was a it was a lot better than sexual chocolate. Oh, <laughs> but, right. uh, it's get a me hand. going about yeah. that. It's, it's a hand. Oh god! And when when they when a when AEW was was doing that, we have this big announcement, this big signing, and it was Mark Henry. I was kind of like, eh. yeah, yeah. Well, but he can, he can right. offer a lot to the guys in the back, though. I will say yeah. that. Um, yeah, a lot of yeah. on the road wisdom, but. I do like his current shtick on Rampage when he interviews the guys who were in the main event before the main event. 
Oh, okay. Like, yeah, like the two guys that. are backstage in different rooms, and he's like standing in the interview era or in the interview area, and then uh, yeah, he asked them. Like, what are your thoughts on tonight's match? And then they go back and forth, and he goes, well, it looks like there's been enough talk. It's time for the main <laughs> event. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, that's how he should be utilized, mm-hmm. to hype things mm-hmm. up. That's where those yeah. memes come from. Okay. Yeah. It's time are. for the main event. It's time for the main event. <laughs> and finally, on my list here, it's probably just about time to bring this crazy train into the station. And this one guy will kind of go both the good and the bad during probably Stampede Wrestling's biggest moment. The biggest era was the Owen Hart, Chris Benoit, Brian Pillman era, 1987, mm-hmm. when, they, when they were rookies. And the sad thing is just the amount of people from that territory in that era that have left us. Yeah. Owen Pillman, yeah, they're all gone. Benoit, they're, yeah, they're they're all gone. Carrie, Carrie Brown, Bad News Allen, like the broadcast team and all that. And so is Muck and Sing, Muck and Sing, and Muck and Sing, Art Art Shaw, but he was mostly known. He even though he was a good he was a good Canadian boy, but he was part of his gimmick. Is he had joined the Karachi, the Karachi Vice with the Great Gamma, right? Okay, the where he was he was kind of rechristened as Muck and Sing. Isn't Great Gamma Jinder's uncle? He is. Yes, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally marked out when Impact brought the Great Gamma in. Yeah. Okay, because Don Don Callis was one of the head honchos at impact at the time. Right. And he had a relationship with the great gamma. One of the all time great territory heels was gamma in the territories and all that. Well, muck and sing was part of the Karachi vice. Here's a big guy. Amazing work rate. Great on the mic. The believability of his character was definitely there. He was perfect fodder for owen hart owen hart had a career because of muck and sing okay uh, okay once wcw started sniffing around stampede and they signed art shaw they signed muck and sing this great heel great on the mic the complete package would would be over huge in wcw they gave him the Norman the Lunatic gimmick, <laughs> where he's just this this crazy guy in a uh, in a lunatic asylum. Okay, like a I'm straight sorry, jacket. you said Norman. I thought Norman Smiley. Right oh, away. Yeah. okay. Well, Norman Bates. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, and that just right from that moment killed his career. Yeah. Because not only did Norman the Lunatic tank. WWF signed him on as Bastion Booger. Oh. Okay, now you guys know who I'm talking about. (laughs) That that was brutal. Not only was this guy, not only was the character terrible, the work rate was brutal. There was no redeeming factor about Bastion Booger at 
all. I forgot no, about that it gimmick was until all, now. It wasn't his wasn't his music just like a slow, like I, deep belch or something? I'm like, trying to I don't even remember. They just tried to make him I'm as gross as possible. I'm just trying to forget like, as much as possible mm-hmm. about Bastion Booker. At all, at all. And it's too bad because Mockin' Singh was absolutely incredible. If they did the right thing and just <laughs> brought the right him... Thing? Yeah, the right thing. If they just brought him into WCW as his character in Stampede, Hall of Fame material. Yeah. It definitely would have been, but what do we know? Eh. Hashtag WWE show. <laughs> We're just a bunch of marks. <laughs> We're just a bunch of marks. Yeah. Come on. It's not that hard. Hashtag it's not that hard, people. Yeah, it's not that hard. <laughs> people. That, that's that's it for my exhaustive list here. Do you yeah. guys have anyone else you want to throw out there in terms of big guys Good, bad, or really fucking ugly. I mean, the the the, the tops of both of my list. <laughs> the tops of both of my lists were the good was Keith Lee and the and the bad was uh, it was the great Kali. So I think I've got my bases covered. Uh, how about oh, you, good. Ducky? You yeah, got it? I'm good. You're, you're good. good. Okay. DJ, you're, you're good. Okay. Then it's time to bring this crazy train into the station. Yep. Okay, Mr. Matt, how can uh, people get a hold of us? Well, they can get a hold of us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Wrestling Night in Canada or on Instagram at Wrestling Night in Canada. Right on, right on. And, of course, Wrestling Night in Canada are proud members of the Shining Wizards Network, Shining Wizards Network. Dot com. Check us out there, and there are also a number of super cool podcasts you're going to want to check out. Predominantly pro wrestling, but there is some pop culture and some music podcasts as well. If you haven't had enough of your cool Uncle Snowy, you're going to want to go there to check out Radioactive Metal. Dude, we... uh just had a really cool by the time this episode goes is up we um just had a really cool conversation mr aaron and i about who we feel would be really cool halftime at the super bowl okay shows certain bands and slipknot make it happen yeah it's not gonna happen (laughs) that's not gonna happen (laughs) <laughs> Ramstein and all that, yeah. But the latest episode, cool. the latest episode of Radioactive Metal, as we speak right now, is um, crushes in honor of Valentine's Day. Crushes on musical artists that we had as kids: mm. Joan Jett, Lee Aaron, Lita Ford, those, right. those type of people, and all that. So I'm thinking maybe next Valentine's Day, guys, on this show, yeah. Something to that effect. Okay. So get it going. You got 365 days to kind of get it. Oh, I already it, got one. Going through. I already got one. No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, we'll, we'll leave it till next year. We'll <laughs> save it. In the meantime and in between time, before we get on out of here, thank you, Deeds, for showing up and lending your expertise. It's always appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been another exciting episode of Wrestling Night in Canada. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. I'm Dustin Maruka. Signing off. And we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. <laughs>